Welcome to the Infinitely Nerd Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Infinitely Nerd Podcast. We're back from the dead. It's been almost a year. Uh, I'm here with uh, a good buddy, Cruz. Hey, what's up, guys? And and I'm Andy. And Zach's not with us today because he doesn't play games in a timely manner. And uh, <laughs> he's got to get up to speed. I can't tell him what we're going to talk about. <laughs> the uh, the world's a lot different now than the last time that we uh, recorded. Um, we are mid pandemic. This is the first time I've seen Cruz in person, honestly, since the since the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, the world's a lot different, and this is kind of an interesting game for this time. What is the game? Well, that's kind of a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> I think spoilers have already been leaked about this game way too, way too much. So. so if you didn't figure out from that, today we're here to talk about The Last of Us Part 2. Um, obviously, going into this, the, there will be spoilers for this game and for the first game. Uh, we're going to talk mainly about the, the second game today, but I'm sure there'll be some things brought up from the, from the first game into this obviously because they're directly connected the two games um this is probably the most divisive video game i've ever seen in my entire life it seems like the first game was generally like if it wasn't generally loved it was at least generally respected right where this game is either loved or absolutely hated it's the last jedi for video games and that's weird for me because i'm on the opposite side of the 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 spectrum on this game compared to last jedi I, I was i was lukewarm on last shot i actually wasn't like oh this is the worst movie i've ever seen the more that i watched it. it's fine no but it has the same impact I feel yeah like. yeah the same impact of the game versus that movie it's people hate it and i th- i think too it's hated for wrong reasons i but we'll get into that as we dive into this more um but it's it's very like you said it's very split uh people i talk to that have played the game either hated it or loved it or liked it, but hated parts of it and, and whatever. But I, I think you and I are in agreements. So we've pretty much enjoyed the whole thing thoroughly. So yeah, I, I we stand. think from a, from a broad painting with a broad, broad brush that this is, if not, it's so impactful and it's just one of the best. I don't I don't know what the best terms for it are. It's, not necessarily the most polished game because there were some some issues, but I think that it's the best performance of a game. As in, excuse me, it's kind of like like you were saying something about a, a TV series where this is like a, an entire TV series playing yeah. out, and you know the stir the story swerves too. Um, where the last the the first game didn't have the the big swerves in the middle of the game it was kind of like the end of the game was like the swerves and stuff and this one it kind of i think the you know it kind of has its biggest story element almost within the first few hours of the game for sure and and a lot of people just quit then or when whenever the game leaked that uh many of these people just think that like they found out about one event and they were just done and like with Joel's death that they were like, well, I'm not playing this game and it doesn't matter what happens otherwise. Like, right. And I think the f- weird part is you and I kind of discussed it after we got done finishing the, the first game. 
Joel's set up as basically a good guy in the eyes of the player because you understand the choice that he made with saving Ellie at the end of the game. So if you're not familiar with The Last of Us Part 1, you're in a post-apocalyptic world where um, you're playing as a character, Joel, who off the beginning of the game has his own daughter die in his arms, gets shot, dies right in his arms. And then it kicks forward, I think, was it 10 years something? I don't even remember the year gap. like that. But it, it skips ahead and they're actually into the um pandemic of their time which is <laughs> which is a zombie like uh, apocalypse Cordyceps, and yeah. the weird part is going back and looking at the beginning of the game it's very eerily similar mm-hmm. to what we've gone through in life today they have a they talk about it as a pandemic they talk about quarantine and, and all this crazy stuff so it's kind of weird to like go back and watch and how like it kind of twofold with what we've gone through yeah, there was kind of like riding yeah it's stuff. crazy oh my gosh so joel ends up turning into a smuggler because there's a lot of, with the quarantine they're everywhere's under government watch basically and you can't leave so they have to smuggle things in and out weapons and whatnot and he comes across a rare opportunity to actually smuggle a girl from i think it's boston to Jackson. salt lake or oh, i think it's I salt think lake it's supposed right? to be salt lake yeah so he goes they have to go the way from boston to salt lake and it's mm-hmm. him ellie is the girl and does does search the t is it tracy it's like trish or something yeah yeah something like that it's something but like that. anyway you have to take this girl from boston the way to salt lake and joel's kind of standoffish off the beginning of the game doesn't really care to talk to her a whole lot he doesn't want to lose someone again right he doesn't want to get attached doesn't want to lose someone but through the journey you go through i think pittsburgh is it st louis I think it might have been somewhere we're rusty on The Last of Us because I haven't played the game in seven years. It. Yeah, I didn't replay it again, but you go through a couple big cities on your way out. And basically, the reason why they need to smuggle Ellie across the country is because she has been bitten in the arm by one of the infected and did not turn. She's immune. So there's rumors that there's a group called the Fireflies that are going to be able to use her and create a cure for the infection by so, the way it's tess now it's tess is the name of the girl tess, from the last yes one. tess you're right so they're gonna get this girl over to the doctors from the group called the fireflies and hopefully come up with a cure and through a long adventure across the country going through a lot of stuff joel and ellie become a little bit more than just a job they become a little bit attached uh, because I think she doesn't have parents anymore and he lost his daughter and it just becomes yeah. a natural fit. But as he arrives in Salt Lake and she's taken in for operation, um, is it Maria? No, it was no, Marlene. Marlene. She Marlene, was like sorry. the head of the Fireflies kind of. And I actually think she has either a relation to Ellie or she was like friends she, like, with Ellie or something. mom or yeah, something. Yeah, she says something I knew the girl or whatever. So... Marlene comes down and breaks the news to Joel that to make a cure, we're going to have to kill Ellie. That's how it's going to work. And it sets Joel off, basically eliminates everyone in the hospital, (laughs) walks in the room, shoots the doctor, grabs the girl, leaves, and then lies to Ellie at the end of the game and tells her that there was actually no cure, no no way of actually saving her. So that's why he took her. It wasn't worth the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you can, I mean, you can see right at the end of the first game, Ellie doesn't quite she struggles with that because she wanted 
the big mm. thing about the game is she wanted to be part of the, the solution for the problem. And she is kind of struggling with like, are you sure? And he's right. like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there, right. there was no cure. So he basically lies and that's how the game ends. So you and I discussed after playing that, you know, Joel's, Joel's not a good guy, but you understand why he did what he did because right. you play as his character and you're in that situation and it, you think of it coming from that background and that standpoint, yeah, I'd, I'd want to save the damn girl too. You yeah. Know? Like, I, I, I just like, I listened to Neil Druckmann, the vice president of Naughty Dog and the writer and director of both games. Right. Uh, talk about how this was in the podcast for the first game. He said about how, the entire game, and I think it applies to the second game too, is all about perspective. That he said he compared it to the, uh, an idea about it was like Israeli politics because he's actually from Israel. Okay, and he said that he likened the decisions that Joel had to make to like decision. So uh, uh, based on perspective of say like there was like a hostage situation and in like Israel and from a government standpoint, would you give up these hostages to essentially like negotiate with terrorists? Gotcha. And he said, from a government standpoint, you would never make that decision. Sure. But if he's a father and that one of those hostages is your son right. or your daughter, you're literally giving up whatever to get your child. Sure. Your decision-making from a society standpoint for what's best for everyone is completely goes out the window when you have to make a decision as a parent, like, right. And that's what that decision was in this game. He essentially became surrogate parent of Ellie like that. Right. Ellie through their journey Christ replaced his daughter, United States. They, they basically became father daughter. And that I think the second game just hammers that home more with all the things that Joel does for her. Right. And stuff. And it's like, it's just a real heartbreaking that he has to make that decision and and maybe it wasn't the right decision, but it's honestly, in my opinion, the only decision you would make right. in that situation right. as him. Right. You, if anyone else says otherwise, I think they're either lying or they're heartless. Sure. <laughs> sure. And I, but, but I think one thing that is missed from, in my opinion, a lot of people when they came out of that game is they didn't see if there's going to be a firefly reaction to this. Like, like right. I kind of thought in my head, like, well, the second game, they're probably is probably going to be have to do something with the fireflies because they're going to have to have a reaction. Now. Mm-hmm. You know, every action has a reaction and his action then, you know, is justified when you're coming from his perspective. But I always thought like it'd be interesting to, you know, what's what's it coming from from the fireflies perspective, because what's bad to you versus what's bad to them can be two different you know things. So. Uh, the second game definitely dives into that, and I think we can, you know, now dive into to how that wants to go. So, if you want right. to lead off and uh, let us know how the second <clears throat> game picks up from where the first game left off, right? So, so starting in into the second game, you know, it opens with kind of what we just talked about: how the first game ended, showing Joel taking Ellie out of the hospital, which I thought was cool that they did that because. Right. I feel like you don't have to play the first game and you can actually play this game and it does what a you know well done movie does or something where it at least gives you the template of the of the first game right out the bat mm-hmm. to not leave you lost or confused or make it worth like if someone would ask me do I have to play the first one I'd tell them no you don't actually have to you can start this one and you'll pretty much know where you have to be 
I mean, I'd still recommend playing. The oh, first definitely. One. Also, I'd also recommend playing the multiplayer in the first game. Definitely, because <laughs> it's awesome, and I hope rumor have it has it we're going to get it on PS Five. Nice, because that'll be really awesome to play factions multiplayer. Yeah, I didn't, which is funny because like hard. generally their multiplayer is kind of like a throwaway add-on. Right, like the Uncharted ones are kind of like what right. were like whatever when they had multiplayer in Uncharted. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it was free on the PlayStation Plus. I dove back into it and it's really hard because only good people still played it right so basically just got ripped and yeah. i was like okay i'm done <laughs> never mind <laughs> but, <My bad. laughs> so, so the once you they kind of show you the excuse me where the game excuse me where the first game ended uh this it kind of opens up and in, back into their in jackson wyoming which really cool ride. right it was really cool and i think they made mention about tommy being there or whatever in the first game mm-hmm. and tommy was like a firefly so he was part of the fireflies like a defect of the fireflies right 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 and he's in this they have this community in jackson wyoming and which is a really badass community it was for. really nice like they had <laughs> yeah. a nice setup they had electric they had like bars they had like a bit essentially normal life right and they always and they but yet they went out in groups on patrols to like kill walkers and uh are called walkers in this game but all the infected infected like yeah. clickers and runners and mm-hmm. stuff like that and they well there's stalkers too stalkers They're creepy bloaters shamblers <laughs> i don't know if any other weird words i can the think rat, of. what was it the rat king oh the rat king and they yeah, didn't actually they, say that he was called the rat king no i know but but in this the this trophy or not the trophy things but like the the concept art and the model viewer yeah, yeah. things they call him rat king rat but king. yeah uh, we'll get to the rat yeah king. yeah anyway so which it was nice they set the tone you're in this cool like snowy area uh you know you're you're in a perfect little community you're thinking like nothing could go wrong obviously right. you know that isn't the case in this uh, right. scenario but, but it was it was an interesting beginning because it did make you feel very comfortable right away mm-hmm. which actually i i did have a jump scare in this game we'll talk about that when we get there <laughs> So the first, the first person that they, they they show you riding a little bit with like Joel and Tommy, which is kind of like beside the point. Honestly, Joel's role in this game is not even secondary, but probably even tertiary. Like, yeah, he's part of the reason of the game, but like, it's, the game is not about him. Right. And, and Tommy, by the way, is Joel's brother. Right. Of course. Sorry. We haven't, I just yeah. don't know if we've mentioned that yet or not, but uh, so Tommy and Joel are brothers and in the first game, Tommy was in Jackson while you went on your journey and you mm-hmm. ran through his area and, and that's how you got introduced to him. So the first character you meet, obviously you see Ellie and but the first person you meet is this Jesse character. Mm-hmm. He comes knocking on Ellie's door. <laughs> right. Waking her up because they're supposed to go out. Right. Well, you ride in as Joel. Right. And you go into the room and i think it's kind of important that because there's an awkward tension between joel and ellie when you when he first walks in this room at night he brings her a guitar is that the no because that's after he already arrives right yeah but there's obviously an awkward tension though between joel and ellie when they first interact which i thought was interesting because it made me think like what you're like what's going on here? why is there an awkward tension and then like you said it wakes up the next morning and and jesse is there and then you think so whenever Jesse says something to Ellie about kissing Dina, at this point, 
you don't know who no idea Dodina is and yeah. you're like whatever but we are aware that ellie is a lesbian because of the left behind dlc in the first game i didn't play it but that kind of like confirmed that she was a lesbian People um, it were... played a lot like a sequence in this game which we'll get to when they had the uh when she has the birthday uh with joel in this game mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of how the left was it left behind or dlc yeah it was called? called left behind yeah, yeah. that's kind of how it plays it's not even really there's not a lot of action to it it's more just the storytelling uh of yeah her story there so yeah i mean she's uh lesbian and uh so yeah dina kissed ellie the night before apparently we find out from right. Jesse here yeah and i mean i think the fact that she's a lesbian is honestly like irrelevant i don't mean that in like a mean way either like i just think it's literally irrelevant like i don't care if she was gay or straight like no it didn't matter to me whatsoever people were really uh, really offended by that for some reason like i don't understand why in 2020 it's that big of a deal i didn't realize so many people that played video games were so closed-minded i honestly would have assumed that people that played video games like especially a game like this would be pretty open-minded because usually games especially it's a gay and straight anymore i feel like i thought that it feels so way in the past to be <laughs> right now if we want to talk about we get to the trans part like the sure. transgender part that's a little it's a little more fresher right the controversial you know yeah. range but I, I feel like lesbian and gay and and everything's been handled and moved on from from everybody because everyone understands it a lot better now but apparently not which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. ellie's a really cool character and yeah you know if, if if a real person would be a really cool person but mm-hmm. like what i found interesting about when you first meet jesse is how he was cool with the when you find out that yeah. that he dated Dina for years or whatever yeah and that he was just cool he's a cat dog I don't care it's fine. And I'm thinking like <laughs> are you really though like yeah. it's clear you have a relationship with Ellie and you find out later like they were friends for a long time Joel thought Ellie had a crush on him and stuff like that which well they do a funny interaction when he first opens the door he says something along the lines on well he had a long night last night or something she's like oh my god I'm so sorry I kissed dina mm, yeah and he's like what wait what <laughs> she's like oh shit you know what i mean the whole funny moment yeah. of oh shit that's not what you meant yeah you meant oh, something completely yeah. different because he meant the interaction with seth right right he's the bar owner which apparently is every guy who plays video games as well right <laughs> so <laughs> so that's what he meant and the funny part is then she spills the beans that she made out with dina and he's just like are you kidding me that's that's my girl we're broken up for a day and then she's like Oh, I'm so so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, nah, dog, I don't care. Right. It's fine. But it still doesn't make any right. sense. But it's funny. Cool with it. Right. But he's just like, yeah, dog, I don't care. It's fine. Right. Like I feel like secretly maybe he wanted Ellie to die. <laughs> well, I feel like it's. It, I thought it added more that he has a actually a good relationship with Ellie. Right. He definitely like, does. Like they're kind of buds right. in the in the realm of everything. Like that's where I think they it was trying to like establish that hey, they're these two mm-hmm. have been pretty cool with each other since she's arrived at camp. So. In this time, it kind of you you go through, and I don't think it's ultra important to talk about how they just go into town and no talk and everything. No. I think then you all of a sudden play a section. You're an unknown person. Like it literally, I play with subtitles on because I like to be able to see what everyone's saying. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting when you're in combat things because you can he- see what they're saying about like right. it gives you hints about like what they're whether they're thinking you're at or something sure. like that right also there was a lot of accessibility options in this game that made the game a lot easier right that i used right like not that the game was hard i don't think the game was hard i played no. on a normal moderate difficulty or whatever right but for me being wanting to be able to get all the collectibles the first time through doing the the the, the sound 
right. cues for collectibles and enemies mm -hmm. um, that you could turn up. Uh, you could turn, honestly, how they had an upgrade ability for a bigger range, as in, like, when you could upgrade and have, like, better listening range on your ability, it actually was, uh, you could do it in the menu as well. Right. <laughs> just right. make it automatically bigger right and um as well as uh you actually if you wanted to you could mess with the graphics and it would show you every collectible item it'd be like yellow but it also made everything else's color like weird nice. so i didn't i didn't use that but uh yeah there were there were a lot of accessibility things that in this game to make it something everyone could play like they basically if you wanted to you could user, make it user friendly you could yeah. make it so that if you were a person that never played video games in your life, you can make it so that you would basically like never die. Sure. Or you would never be in dire need of supplies, which I think is part of the experience. Right. It kind of ended up didn't be that way for me because I found every single thing in the game as I was going through. So I had a lot of everything all the time, except there were some say, big moments where I used a lot of stuff. I was going to say, I slow played it at first and I kind of just wanted to get the story and I figured I could go back through. But even when I kind of was rushing... I still never felt like I was scarce on any supplies. Right. Though. I always felt like I definitely always had enough ammo and, and everything to mm -hmm. make it pretty. The game is definitely pretty easy to get through. And mm -hmm. I, I even watched people play it on harder difficulties on streams and stuff. And it didn't seem like it was much of a difference, to be honest. Like it pr seemed pretty easy even for right. them. I mean, they would struggle with a part for a minute, figure out which enemies killing them and they kind of spawn the same spot. You shoot them, shoot them, and they get through it. But I think pretty much the only people that ever killed me in the entire game were just clickers. I think that's the only times I ever died in the entire game. Or and the uh, unfortunate like uncharted moments where yes. you fall off of yes. stuff. But I think it's hilarious. The naughty dog. <laughs> I'm like, why do they even have that ledge there if I can't go there? And then you just fall. And you're like, I, it's like. Dude. Oh! <laughs> uncharted is doing better because yeah. Drake's hilarious. But yeah, yeah it's the. I did. I had one. Um, it's off the beginning. I think day one, you're up on a platform. And you had to like go across the top of something. And I thought you had to make a jump, but I think you just actually had to go over the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know you had to go over the wall. <laughs> I, I definitely lunged did. off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's whenever at the gate. Yeah, at the, the gate. gate. Yeah. yeah. I definitely <laughs> I did that. I had no idea you had to go over the wall. I kept and I'm looking. Like, I was like, where I guess I have to jump to, to here. And I randomly just <laughs> jumped off the ledge to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I just bam. <laughs> like, like, that's whoops. called suicide. I was supposed to go over the wall, I guess. And that because Uncharted did a little bit better with they've got these color things a little bit better. Yeah. This game kind of everything's camouflaged in where they didn't yeah. give you like the yellow hints to like. Or that'd be like a, after I saw it, I saw there's like three little scrapes yeah, that you're like, yeah, yeah. okay, like <laughs> that's not that obvious. Right. <laughs> and yeah, I definitely uh plunged to my death at a couple times to the old naughty dog uh almost like I'd be impressed if you played a naughty dog game without dying. Yeah, oh. the whole way through. Mm -hmm. I tried it in Uncharted 2 and within like five minutes I would jump to my death. <laughs> I was like, never mind, I'm done. This game's yeah. impossible. So anyway, like you after Ellie's first section you play, you're playing as an unknown character. Yeah, because well, I think it is important to touch they're supposed to go out. Ellie and Dina get put on a patrol um, patrol mission, mm -hmm. and Joel and Tommy are on a patrol mission as well. And then Jesse's supposed to go up with someone and relieve Joel and Tommy from their patrol at a at a right like a what what would that be called a like a 
checkpoint. Yeah, checkpoint. Basically, you have to go and, and meet they, up there and they leave were them. gone too long or whatever. Right. Too. Which we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. So, so then, yeah, it kicks to a new. <clears throat> yeah. So you plant this here. unknown person. You know, you've never seen this person before in like a snowy environment. Right. And I think. Do they wake up? Do you kick to her in the actual? It's cabin, like, or was it? It's you're coming out. Because I remember she wakes up with a scare, but I thought that was the second time he plays her. You're coming. I the first time you play is her. You're in. You're in the cabin, and you're that's when you like go outside. Like you're sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. And and she wake wakes up, up with a, like a scare. Right. Yeah, and okay. Like and there's a random there's guy a guy standing, standing by the window, yeah, and they okay. go outside. He said he wants to show her something, and right. He and it just says like cow. man and girl or something, right? Man. And it says like unknown man, unknown woman. Right. Right. Okay. And they go on this walk, and you find out in this time that he's talked something about uh, he has some relationship with some person named Mel, mm-hmm. and you at this point don't really know what's going on. You kind of infer the way they're talking that, and the way their relationship is that they must have dated before or something, or they had right. some connection in the past. Did you? Was that you that texted me? You thought they were brother and sister. At first? I, I did think yeah. they were brother and sister. Right. Well, it is. It's like almost like a right. brotherly and sisterly that, right. relationship. Especially you can tell there's the way they, between yeah. the two, but it doesn't seem like it was all romantic. romantic. Yeah, yeah. And for the reason that it, and like the fact that it was, makes it seem kind of weird that they're as cool as they are with each other, which honestly comes to fruition later on. Right. But like, and then you find out also about this person's afraid of heights whenever you're going around you can tell like she doesn't like heights right uh, going around a cliff and he shows her a city and or like a town which i'm not sure i guess i figured out from that point that it was their town well i guess what i kind of thought initially was going to happen was like all oh, these people like want to join the group or something sure i thought this was like a walking dead like oh this outside group wants to join this other group right. and they're not going to get along right. or something like that. And people are going to die. Like I thought, Oh, like these people that I figured like, Oh, this is the villain because they're just going to come in right. to their town and like attack them and kill everyone or something. Yeah. My, when I first saw this, this group of people they introduced it, I assumed, yeah, this is the bad people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you took character as the, the female, I was like, okay, this must be like, these people must come in and then, yeah, they're going to do like a walking dead type right. situation where they're going to come into this camp act all friendly and then like all of a sudden and like a whole like herd of people are going to come right. from the backside or something and attack the town and they take it over <laughs> or something and then you're going to fight for jackson or something right so after that kind of scene where an where the mysterious woman kind of goes on her own well and, yeah because they there's a cut scene where they overlook what is jackson right, right and they get into like a fight this i think it does, does this, they mention their names now owen and abby at this I, point. I believe so you learn that if this this guy's Owen, this girl's Abby, and I'm pretty sure that they had some some spout about not pursuing or something that he wanted to go back or wait another day, right? And she's like, she gets mad through their awkward tension, and she decides, never mind, I'm not going back. I'm I'm taking off to find out more about this place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they mentioned. Did they mention anything about? I think they mentioned they're looking. He's there. Something they might. We think right. we've heard he's there. Which I assumed right away they're talking about Jewel then. I was it like, made oh. sense, yeah. Or or maybe even Tommy. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure, but it, I knew it was probably either one of those two. So yeah, then Abby, you can go ahead on with with Abby moving forward. Then and then like it, she when she gets to a point where she comes across horse tracks, it cuts back to Ellie and Dina. What she realized it must have been 
mm-hmm. well, either their tracks, or either theirs or Joel or, and or Joel Tommy's. and Tommy's, right? And <clears throat> so you kind of they kind of play up the the chemistry between Ellie and Dina in this sense, and it. I honestly wondered if there was gonna be like a love triangle later sure. on whenever they're in like Eugene's place and with all the weed and they like hook up or whatever. And uh, Jesse catches them like trying to put like later on, like putting their clothes back on or whatever, because Joel and Tommy are lost or whatever. And uh, they, after that happens, they kind of go through that whole section, which that's not a story heavy section, just kind of like gameplay of like kind of teaching you like exploration stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a relationship between Ellie and Dina than it is and play. Um, they cut back to Abby again, and she's in like a storm, just dominating a bunch of these freaking infected. Which is the first time an infected jumped out at Abby. That's where I because the game eases you in so much with nothing mm-hmm. going on, and all of a sudden, like the one grabs her leg or something. And it did make me jerk like back a second. I was like, oh, oh. I was like, because I wasn't expecting anything at this point. Because I'm like. I don't know. We're just going on some storytelling adventure. I guess we're not going to see an infected for a while. Right. And all of a sudden, bam! One jumps out from the yeah. from at her feet, and it, it did jerk me a little bit. Oh, right. And <laughs> but they, it introduced the new dodge mechanic, which mm. was cool. Then they make you do the dodge and punch, which made the game yeah a lot she better. She just to beats play. the shit out of right? zombies with her bare hands. Well, let's talk about Abby's character build. Yeah, because she's a she's a unique character build for a female in mm-hmm. a video game. Most of the time, they're built more on sex appearance yeah to be honest yeah They're right That's- given big boobs and you know curvy features mm-hmm. and everything to be but abby has like john cena's arms <laughs> and she is She's a tank jacked. and when you play as her one thing that's cool she plays differently like feeling wise. Oh, like she 100%. feels heavier she like when you run into a uh, you're like i'm gonna be the show you somewhere. feel like a tank character yeah. more than when you're ellie she feels more nimble She's and like more, quick yeah uh fragile and quick where, but it was really cool to me when I thought, damn, like this chick's like a badass. Like mm-hmm. she looks like a MMA fighter. Like, holy She's shit. Just Rousey. Like, I don't want to fuck with her. <laughs> She's going to kick my ass. But I, it was cool. Mm-hmm. I thought it was neat that she had a, a different build, like for a video game characters. It's unique and, and would be maybe more realistic in that kind of world right. environment. You know what I mean? So I thought it was very cool. Um, wanted to touch back on the relationship of Ellie and Dina again, real quick. Yeah. Because they, built this up they're them being in a relationship of sorts very quickly mm-hmm. like like we're tech we're talking about one kiss drunken kiss took it to they're basically a couple and i thought that felt like it was almost a little forced or like rushed for the sake of time well was it or was it more that dean is playing almost a rebound on ellie that you know what that I mean? could be too i mean also they kind of build up in flashbacks later on or like things notes and different things that are said throughout the game that that's clear like they have a very close relationship for a long time that you know maybe they kind of both thought of each other that way for right. a long time right but it's still kind of weird it's like a, it's it, i guess it, it's not necessarily unrealistic because it does there are teenagers that move way too fast right see that's, that's where i got, that's where i kind of thought more it was more Dina quickly just wanted to like get affection from somebody else quick because she's 
pissed off at Jesse. So she like chose Ellie real quick. And Ellie's like, fine. I Because they mentioned some ex-girlfriend of Ellie, which I'm not familiar with. It was from, it was the one from. Is that who it was? Talking well, I don't know if that's about. the one from Left Behind, but Left I think there is a girl on Left Behind that she was actually like had a crush on or was okay, with. Because I don't really, I vaguely remember the. But they did about talk about they, her they, being she with someone about this other girl. And she did her like, tattoo. Yeah, well, screw her. She did her tattoo or whatever. Yeah, and she said, "Oh, you're starting to like it." Or Dina says, "Like, oh, I'm starting to even maybe like your tattoo a little right. bit." And she's like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. wow, thanks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like she's that's where like I'm thinking too. They're building this relationship. Like she's clearly jealous of this other girl. Right. That's why I didn't get I didn't get a rebound vibe personally because i thought if that was the case i don't think she would be acting like jealous or like acting like true saying things like babe and it, which yeah, i yeah. thought was a little rushed. they did rush yeah a relationship to get the point i guess of the, of the game it was definitely a little rushed right awkward relationship they already threw in because like you said the first night those two find a little pot house station smoke a couple of joints and wake up in the morning with their putting their clothes on so they obviously hooked up that night so i thought it was just hot and they needed yeah to... right <laughs> right with the temperatures we've had around here that maybe that was the case. yeah exactly that jackson went from snow to right 90 snow degrees. that down in that i mean it, well i mean you would have been making weed in that that's room, true so, so maybe warm really... hydroponic right <clears throat> but uh maybe. that i did like how they kind of showed ellie's personality in that section too where how she's like a sarcastic asshole mm-hmm. and it even when she's being honest she's so sarcastic that dina doesn't even believe her like she literally tells she, yep, dina right that because dina tells her a secret about her scars or something and she says to do the same and she like says about her bite mark and she says yeah i got bit and it I was, and I'm, I'm, and I'm immune. immune. Yeah, and she's like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah. She's basically, yeah, whatever. But literally, she just says, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. and she's like, "What? Okay." And then, but then Jesse walks in. Right. So after that, then we're getting back to when you're Abby again, and mm-hmm. you just, you know, what of all the coincidences in the world, you come across Joel and Tommy. Right. So she, yeah, she's getting chased by a horde. You have to mm-hmm. run away from a horde. which I don't believe there was any horde in the any hordes in the first game. I don't remember. I don't think so. And that was the only one in this game. Right. Well, because basically it was Naughty Dog doing their, hey, look, we're going to do Crash Bandicoot real quick. Yeah, I can see that. Because like Uncharted always has the ones where you run towards the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah. This one was not running towards yeah, the running camera, away. but it was basically the same concept. Like, hey, we're Naughty Dog. We're going to go back to our roots for a minute and do our Uncharted sequence. And I our... was just hoping there was no collectibles in through there. Right. I was, playing. <laughs> I was like, shit, should I stop and listen? Well, there, like... there is another part where it does that mm-hmm. later. But it's after you do an encounter. Mm-hmm. And then I was confused too. I'm like, am I missing shit or not? <laughs> Should I run house to house right now and jump through shit? Or am I missing stuff? But I feel like I'm being chased. I don't know. I'm confused. I think I even died because I was, I like stopped and got killed because I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to run. Then we, like, okay, fuck it. I'm supposed to run. So, <laughs> so the one maybe I think story flaw is in this part, I think that. Abby meets up with Joel and Tommy, which there's no way she knew they were going to be there. There's no, no way she knew that. No, and no, no, she no. just it just so happens they have to go somewhere for safety and she lures them back to their ski lodge. And I'm thinking so Yeah, let me think about it. So basically she gets chased by the hordes. Tommy and Joel grab her from behind, tell her to be quiet or something, start shooting at the horde. They mm-hmm. go into the like ski. Like it's a mm-hmm. whatever those things are that bring the the people oh, up. Yeah, uh, the ski lift. The name. Yeah, it's, but it's like the big version. the chalet. Yeah, 
So they're in there. You fight off more hordes and then you get out. And then from that point, they they because they're all, they are in like a panic, though, because they can't kind of go where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And she says to him to Joel, well, we're up at a place. And he says, oh, it's so and so's cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can go there. And I think there is a part in the game where it shows Joel up there. Right. Her and her and him and Ellie take off on an adventure. I think you leave from the. Oh, that is back yeah, in time. Yeah, so he is right, familiar right. with that place. So I think that's why he's naive to be like, oh, OK, yeah, sure. I'll go up there. I know that place. It's safe. And honestly, like you don't expect anything different either. No, but and I think that's why mentally he's right. pretty reluctant. And that's because I know a lot of people got mad by reading online that like, he wouldn't even have gone up there and just did whatever. But I think in his mind, oh, yeah, that, that was the old mm-hmm. cabin. Because yeah, they do that. go back and there right, is a right. back one where you start in that cabin as him and uh, Ellie from years past mm-hmm. and, and do an adventure. Uh, so I think that's why he's a little like, no, yeah, sure. We'll go up there. That, that place safe. Sounds I good. still, it's just like, wow, that's some pretty good luck. That's right. the exact person you're looking for. Sure. Over the entire world. You have to tell a story though. <laughs> right. So I understand. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. And it's just like. Coincidence has to happen. And so after that, they get packed and they kind of like rough. It's clear then that they're not, whenever they get to the ski lodge and they kind of like start beating the shit out of. Tommy and Joel, like, you know, like, oh, like, this is bad. Right. This is bad. And you're, like, thinking, like, okay, this Abby person's a villain. Right. And then you're playing as Ellie, and you you know where you're going. Like, you you know, like, when you're playing as her, you're looking for Joel. Like, you know where you're going. You know you're going to the ski lodge. Like, she doesn't know that, but you know that. Right. And you already know what you're going to find. Right. And, like, and you go there, and you hear, like, the guy screaming and stuff. And, like, you know what it is. Yeah. And... And then it's probably like the, you know, a, a really hard moment for a lot of people watching Joel just like absolutely savagely beaten by this girl. Yeah. By I mean, Abby with the fucking golf club. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd believe that she, that they would, especially her, that she would let Tommy go. I don't know if i believe that she wouldn't know who tommy was either and i'm just surprised that they let tommy live i know for the story's sake like it was kind of part of the story that they needed to knowing what i know but you're saying because he was a former firefly that i don't know you would think they would know who he is I guess. Especially with I mean, them being Fireflies. Because Marlene knew who Tommy was mm-hmm. and knew who Tommy and Joel were and knew that they were brothers. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, but when, when we learn more about Abby, though, she's a young girl at the time. That's true. So That's she true. doesn't probably really know everybody. She just, she was a you know young teenager when the first game yeah. happened. So and she, I think, I also think in this 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 whole scene where where Abby is like, is killing uh is killing joel and part of me in the back of my mind thought which they set that up really well by the way right because the camera shows joel they ask who they are and he tommy goes oh i'm tommy and we have a place mm-hmm. down here you guys can come downstairs yeah. and he's like yeah i'm joel and yeah. everything just changes the yeah. whole tone of the room changes the two people that are sitting on the couch right behind them sit up in their seats you know right on the edge of the couch he's like what do y'all act like you heard of me before or something? And then all of a sudden it yeah. turns the camera starts to pan 
towards where Abby would be uh-huh. standing, and she has a shotgun, and she basically says, just "Blows his leg." Does she, I think she says, "Like, yeah, we do," or something, and then boom, shoots him right something in the like freaking thigh, and his yeah. thigh is gone. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, just gone. It was very visceral, and I, but I felt like this game for the people being all buttered about this event. I felt like with this game that that always had to happen sure. for this game to have a purpose. That's why the buildup leading to this game, I felt like they were, they showed it. Right. Like you knew it was going to happen. I and I know, know they tried to cover it up with the fake trailer that showed she's ahead, like in the game at one point. Yeah. And then it shows um, Joel comes and says like, hey, no, I got you or I'm going on this. So they, they do try to like present it that he is in the game right but i still was like there's no he has to die right he has to die what's the point of this game otherwise right just running away from people wanting to kill joel because like then that's not it's like it is what it is like if that's the whole point of the game is you're just like joel and ellie running away like right so it's the opposite of the first game yeah i felt coming in like it has to be be that that way and they think they did it really well because then they did it in a way that you're like okay i fucking want I want this girl's head on a platter. I want to have yes. his head on a platter. Oh, they set it up perfectly. And, and they did it right away, too, in the game. Right. They didn't piss around. I mean, it is like almost two and a half hours <laughs> or something, but but it is actually really early in the game. Right. Like, when you're first, thinking, I was like, like wow. damn, man, it's forever to get here. <laughs> then as I kept playing the game, I was like, damn, no that idea. was like nine years ago. That right. <laughs> this isn't even, am I even on the same system? Was this <laughs> right. on PS5? And it, I think that they they show a lot here that it's i think it's kind of clear that abby is and maybe that manny guy are the only people that they that that are speaking around in that time mm-hmm. that's clearly have the stomach for what they did sure like even though you know later on but that 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 that's true but like owen it doesn't seem like he really has a stomach for that he honestly like looking back at it owen's probably the best person in the whole game sure. other than the him like fucking abby later on right like he's a pretty good guy yeah honestly. no yeah absolutely. <laughs> he's like the only one he of makes a really bad choice or he probably right. would live right but we'll talk about that right there but and <clears throat> anyway though you're thinking like all right so this is going to be like we're talking revenge tour 2020 here we're, right we're killing every single one of these people and like right. that's what i really thought it was going to happen like, Which, like you said there is a unique situation that happens so Joel gets pummeled with the golf club to his death. Done. I mean, there's a hole in his head. He's definitely dead. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it muffles out the sounds of everyone else that's talking in the room because all it does is puts you in Ellie's perspective mm-hmm. of her screaming and, and watching in terror and everything. And Tommy's knocked out, but then it skips ahead and they let Tommy and Ellie live, which now brought me to like, my head was really spinning then. So I'm like, well, these people definitely knew Joel. Right. So I'm like, they're definitely probably from the situation with the fireflies in some aspect, but I didn't know how. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's definitely going to be a good reason for why they did what they did. They're going to probably explain that. That was going through my head. But I'm like, but they let Tommy and Ellie live. Which That's the group awkward. didn't want to do either. A no. lot of people in the group. Right. But you, I don't think you really know that at all. They they did they say just, I went when I went through the second time. They do say yeah, that, but okay. I don't remember which people say. And I, I think, think Owen, Mel actually is one of the ones that says like we can't leave these people. Mel and yeah, Manny, she does. They don't and then Owen's leave like, alive. no, 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 right. And then I think it muffles out. And Abby like, even kind of says like, no, we're done. Yeah, correct. So it's but it's awkward to me because I'm like, why the fuck does Tommy and Ellie get the lid? Right, that makes no sense. Like the whole the, like the, honestly through the 
whole part of playing as Ellie now, that was kept going through the back of my mind. Right. And because we, we will find out Tommy's it goes off ahead of Ellie. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I actually early on in the game thought maybe Tommy was in on it in some aspect since he was a they, yeah they I, I got that vibe too, I was a little like, bit fuck did Tommy yeah. sell out his brother yeah, is that, that going to be the story like so I'm even thinking in my head I'm like is this game going to go crazy sideways and I'm going to think Abby's this bad girl but, but when I get Tommy. there Tommy's going to be the bad guy yeah. I was like fuck that's going to be wild <laughs> I was like imagine that but we found out that doesn't happen but early on in the game that went through my head should have happened because fuck Tommy well yeah we'll get to <laughs> fuck Tommy later but yeah so prick so anyway like after <clears throat> there's a lot of emotion and that's in, in that time right and that whole no, rest was, of that chapter is pretty much just emotion like I showed Christine of footage of a streamer playing that part his mm-hmm. jaw was dropped through like the next 20 minutes of the game right and that's how i was i was just like right no you didn't know what was gonna like, happen you i couldn't say anything it. i didn't know what to think i was like uh, 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 joel just died and the game just it just went ahead really quick because that's just how life works like right. you just got to get on and i'm like I- i'm not ready to get on like <laughs> it was weird because it puts you in such a cool perspective of like when mm-hmm. someone close to you does die it's like well i don't want to move on but i have to move on and like the game moves on right away and i'm right. like no but i'm warning still like stop like but it literally just like boom we, we have to go we're moving the game's going and i'm like no <laughs> so i literally just like sat there as the next cut scenes went on between mm-hmm. everyone i'm just like i don't want to play now <laughs> which um firstly playing this game through the second time and skipping all the cutscenes made me realize how many cutscenes are in the game. There are times when I was trying to skip cutscenes and there'd be like six cutscenes in a row. Right. And the like the gameplay section would be like two minutes and then another cutscene. Oh, sure. Right. It's a story just, heavy right. game for yeah. sure. Which is fine, but I'm just saying. So yeah. anyway, uh Ellie it, you feel for Ellie, obviously, because she loses her father figure. Like you might feel for Tommy some for losing his brother. I don't now. Well, because fuck him. But anyway, right. the thing with Ellie is that it's clear something's not right between her and Joel as well. Yes. And yes. that's why it makes it hurt even more. Right. Like it's like she didn't get to. You can tell they didn't end make amends. Some page that they, you know, that you know they can be on. You know, right. there was definitely some some divide between the two. <clears throat> and then you know, once you get through that, you realize like that sadness turns to anger and you're mm-hmm. you're you realize that this coming journey is about revenge and i i, I have your mind it's like and as the kids say i'm here for it like right. i'm ready for this like revenge tour like i'm gonna like, sure. go fucking kill all these people it's gonna right. be great right and i'm and almost like looking forward to like massacring these people sure and <clears throat> no it was like i said i i played the game ahead of you and that's why i, I kept texting you and saying like please remember how you feel yeah about the first half of the game and i didn't tell you why but i just wanted to like make sure like make sure you remember exactly how you feel when you first mm-hmm. play the game because when you first play through it when it it's going to hit this road i didn't tell you that but i knew it was mm-hmm. going to hit a road and your perspective was going to change a little bit but yeah when i first started playing i was yeah, let's go ellie yeah we're her and she felt great right away they didn't like make you feel weak and have to mm-hmm. build your character up she felt very yeah. powerful once you kick on this journey of going after uh abby she goes out um she that you find out because on their on abby's patch it said wlf mm-hmm. and tommy says to her that is the wolves and they're out of um where are they seattle seattle mm-hmm. and so you know so she knows well 
if I go to Seattle, I can probably find this these people. Mm-hmm. So you embark up to Seattle. Like I said, encounters early in the game. What I liked about Ellie is she felt you did, you felt like you kicked off from the last game. It didn't. Right. She didn't feel too weak. You didn't have many guns and stuff, but she still felt like you could definitely handle yourself and didn't feel super weak off the beginning, which I liked because mm-hmm. I always feel like a sequel game is tough, well, especially when you have a game where you have to build your character through the game and you have to get those upgrades and stuff. It's always a tough situation then because, right. well, but I've already made this person a badass. Like I've already <clears throat> yeah. upgraded this person, but now, but they did, they kicked off pretty nice. Uh, I felt like she felt pretty fresh, like ready mm-hmm. to kick ass right away, which was good. I was, I was hoping it wasn't like, here you start with like one bullet and a pistol and a, that's it or whatever right, and right. have to figure out how to upgrade your character i feel like they you got kicked in pretty quick to be feel like a badass which is good right so like you said they ally heads on this journey she has dina with her um you find out tommy went ahead even though he was acting like he wasn't gonna do it or like he shouldn't he do has it to say, i want to rewind back to that so he comes to the door the next morning of Ellie after Joel has died. And what does he say to her? He says, I have to go, but not you because Maria's Maria knows you're going to want to go. So she's sending me. Is it something along the lines of Maria is Tommy's wife? And she like runs the Jackson. Basically. <clears throat> or she, she wears more of the pants in that relationship, to be honest. But I think is it something along the lines where he's like, no, you're, I don't want I you to go on this. He says he does her not going to go and that he's not going to go either. But then it should the next the next like gameplay scene is like you as Ellie with Dina in like a, the cemetery going yeah, 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 going to right. Joel's house and you're like find out Tommy went already. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because he says, yeah, no, we don't need to go in and do this. But then, yeah, the next day you go mm-hmm. to Tommy's house and that's right. Or Joel's house. Mar- or Joel's house. And Maria shows is in the base mm-hmm. downstairs because Dina says, uh, Ellie, can you come down right. here a minute? And when you get down there, um, Maria's standing there. She breaks the news. Tommy already left. And she goes, I know I can't stop you. You're going to go too. Mm-hmm. So like right. basically then you kickstart your journey and Dina comes along with you. So you head down this journey to Seattle and it's, it's interesting that it right away, it says Seattle day one. Like you're like, Oh so yeah, they basically just, well. bam, right. you're right there. Right. Which was, I, and at first I agree. I was like, I was, I thought like, Oh wow, that's weird. Like yeah. we're already here, but it works out in, in the favor. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting area to me because first off, there's lots of little cool, puzzles and stuff but there's this is the most open area of i haven't played all the uncharted games so i don't know if it's this on uncharted's always linear okay so this is the most open area of any naughty all game ever yeah 100 percent. and i'm kind of thinking like i didn't necessarily expect the rest of the game to be that way but i told you this was my favorite area of the game and you said i think that you said it was your least favorite area of the game it was when i when i first ran into it i thought well this is really cool mm-hmm. i did i was like i but then looking back at it, I feel like it was more a design flaw then. I feel like they wanted to make the game that way. They started constructing it that way, but then realized if they want to tell a story, they want to tell it, you need to go back to linear. So I feel like it just didn't fit the rest of the game. It feels awkward then when you go back through, because I started going back through and got to day one. I'm like, well, now this part feels awkward because mm-hmm. it's not linear. It's the open worldish part. So they give you a map of Seattle and you have to go through different points and then it gives a check mark when you go to the locations and right. you've gone through it, which I thought, like, like I like you said, I really thought it was cool, but I feel like after I beat the game, then if, I was like, well, I didn't really feel like it fit then. It feels a little awkward. 
it's not that I don't like the part. Right. I did like the part. I just felt like it made the game feel disjointed in mm-hmm. its design. It felt like, in my opinion, they tinkered with trying to make an open world game. But then they realized, like, well, shit, if we get to day two and we have the aquarium, it doesn't work. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, it felt like they couldn't make it work through the whole game. Right. So they just kind of like, well, leave it because we have it already. No reason to change it to linear, but the rest of the game is going to be designed linear. So I just felt like it made the game feel a little disjointed. Maybe it's a test for future games, future sure. projects for them. Sure. Like I, mean, I said, I did like it. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to emphasize I did like that part, but it felt like then after I beat the game, I looked back at it. I was like, that's kind of awkward that they make day one more an open world adventure with a map and a checkoff list, but then they kind of abandon it and it doesn't really show up again. Um, which I did choose the bank right away, get the shotgun, so I was happy. <laughs> right, I did as well. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I just liked that it gave you a little bit of freedom to to explore. Yeah. Like, not like crazy open world, but like just enough that you can... It wasn't as heavy as far as story. Like, you just kind of got the... At your own pace, just explore, gather up. You feel like kind of badass because you, like, gather up all this shit. Sure. And get a, lot, get a lot of supplies and get some nice just easy infected encounters in most of those places. Uh, <clears throat> get And then just a little bit of the relationship between Ellie and Dina again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them going back. There's and a lot forth. of conversation between them where they uh, right. elaborate on a lot of things from their past and whatnot to, uh, to further their relationship for sure. Then there's an interesting part where, you know, there, once you get through that first open area, the, the open world part there, and all of a sudden, like that's my jump scares when, fucking the like bomb goes yeah off. like trip bomb goes yeah. off and you just go fly and i was like whoa what the yeah yeah and the dude just it's like, like shoots your horse in the head right there in front of you and it I was basically like, kickstarts it finally kickstarts the journey right like you're kind of waiting and waiting and yeah. waiting and waiting as you're playing the search and part and you're not nothing's really happening nothing's really happening you're just getting basic encounters with infected and you just, you know whatever and then yeah this is when the game in my opinion like okay it's your adventure right. of Zelly's ready to start now and boom blows up your horse right. shoots the horse and, and I was like come a fucking horse right I was pissed right <laughs> I was like what the horse do right I was like seriously what what are you doing and, just, and then usually a lot of times like even when they did with Joel like the, the final blows they showed it more from Ellie's standpoint or like in a standpoint where you couldn't see Joel's face right and with that horse that's just Ellie looking at the horse and the guy's just like pop right and just I'm like that's my horse right <laughs> I know I was like and, what the hell it, uh, Ellie's had to kill a horse. I thought that scene was really cool. Then, whenever you're like tied up as Ellie and Dina's like badass and uh, mm-hmm. like fucking shoots the dude down from the window, and then she gets dropped on first off something, and she's dropping from that window like she's fucked. Like she's, right. I'm like she's dead. They're killing her right now. Right. And it's clear like it's very that's a gamey part where it's like okay, you got to get the glass to cut yourself out. So what is the guy's name? Jordan. One of the guys from the room. The one that you kill it, later on. The one that you ki- stab. Or the one that she kills, the one that Dina shoots. Mm, who's Dina? I, I thought the one, that the guy Dina, that has you tied up, the, the younger kid with like Jordan, the baseball hat. It's Jordan. Okay, and she does she shoot him? I thought she saw, shot someone. No, else. she like, shoots some guy named Mike because that's what okay. the model viewer said when okay. I looked at the model viewers. Gotcha. The guy that was like, yeah, he had a gun or whatever, gotcha. and she shoots him because this guy's a pretty. Skylight. This guy's like a douchebag. Oh yeah, sure. total. He's a total douche. He's a little bitch. But here's what's in, here's what's very inter- interesting about this part of the game they they attack you and don't really ask questions right mm-hmm. and one of the people in the room are the ones that grab you early on 
So it sets this tone up that like these people are savage. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part that I think is cool is there's an interesting part where Dina says to her later on in Seattle, wasn't well, it awkward that they didn't kill you? They let you live. And she or I think Jesse says it to her. Yeah, I think. And she says back to Jesse because you run into Jesse later on in Seattle. She says back to Jesse, well, it doesn't matter. They shot at you first, didn't they? Right. He definitely says about how that. But the crazy part is these are the wolves. Right. And what you don't know as Ellie is, is that Abby is actually more a firefly that just got in with a group of the wolves. So the wolves actions are being judged by Ellie Mm -hmm. as being Abby's actions. Mm -hmm. Like she's taking out that. No, all these people need to die. Look, they're just fucking savages. They're just sh- killing us no matter right. what. They're trying to, they didn't even ask questions, nothing. They just blew us up and started attacking us, tied us up. They wanted to kill us. Like, so she, in her mind, all these fuckers are completely bad and we need to kill them all. It mm-hmm. like starts this tour. Right. But as we find out later, Abby's not so much a wolf as she is a firefly. She's Which just, in the first game, they make the fireflies seem like terrorists or bad people, but it's right. all about perspective, but not sure. necessarily. Sure. Right. But you understand right away that like, yeah, I want to kill all these fuckers. Fuck mm-hmm. you. You're attacking me. Like they <laughs> yeah. set the tone pretty and early, they, which is important. Yeah. And they sell them. that whenever you're Ellie and you break out and you grab that ice pick and right? fucking stab that dude right? in the throat twice. She's so like, good. got you, motherfucker. Right. And she's like blood spread. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's fucking right. Right. So you're like good. excited. Well, first off, let's go. Let's talk about the how when you kill people in this game. It is <clears> fucking <throat> epic. <laughs> every yeah. kill is like even just standard yeah. guys they'll come yeah. walking around a corner you shoot them they're fucking gargling yeah. with their fucking blood in their throat and shit right. like oh my god and like stop. every single person has a name too yeah like there's yeah, another yeah, person yeah. around right and and when you shoot like i shot a guy in the head the one time against the wall uh-huh and as his body hit the wall and slid down the blood slid oh, down the man, wall and then they lay in the ground in like uh-huh. the same position you just shot them and then if you blow someone up their upper oh, half yeah. will go one way oh, their yeah. bottom half I've will done go another yeah. like the killing in this game is very vi- you know visceral and real yeah. it's it's impactful like each kill kind of it's, it's it's almost me it's almost uh scary to say satisfying because sometimes right that seems like you're <laughs> right. some sort of psycho but like it also is a video game and right especially god when you have like upgraded melee weapons i just like pop right. in those smoke bombs and run it in right. and, and like, just wham, wham! it's right? so satisfying right. it's like teeing just, off. oh my god it's so great well the cool part is then when you later on you get to play as abby when she chokes people out man she's just straight with her arm and just (laughs) she's done a monster (laughs) no tools needed (laughs) whatsoever no i will kill you with my bare hands (laughs) and uh like i liked whenever uh let's just skip ahead a a little bit but when when the first time ellie fights one of those those big scar fuckers with like, oh yeah with like, like the, the axe things mm-hmm. whenever you're like breaking through the door and she like slams that guy like mm-hmm, busts mm-hmm, through and like mm-hmm. fucking just throws you and yeah, i'm like yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a little boss battle thing yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. whoa yeah and it's cool to like especially the second time through doing it where i was able to i just like smoked him and just went up and like beat the fuck right. out of it right and it's so satisfying yeah and sure. anyway so like <clears throat> The rest of the day of day one is pretty light once you get through mm-hmm. the all the encounters and stuff like that. It's like I feel like Ellie's whole journey to the beginning of the game here, like the her Seattle part is a lot more encounter based than it was story based. Because the story's pretty straightforward. She's yeah. out to find Abby and kill her and she's gonna kill everything in her way to get there. 
So there's not a right. lot of story to be really told, but they do a great job, which which Naughty Dog has done for years, and, and Spider Man is another game that does this. Mm-hmm. They tell the story as you're playing through yes. dialogue between you and the other people that will be with you throughout the game. And it's another reason notes are important. Yes, like that's why I also wanted to get every collectible on my first time through, mm-hmm. so I got the full experience because oh, they tell you, you read a lot of the notes and they you kind of learn all about the seraphite people oh, through yeah. notes before it's you ever awesome. see him right. and you learn about that isaac guy before right. you ever see him and you're thinking like this isaac guy's like fucking ruthless and right. stuff right and uh you don't even know who he is or anything right but and then which jeffrey wright i think voices him awesome cast choice i don't actually that's know uh so he's um gonna play commissioner gordon in the new batman oh, movie okay he played in um uh hunger games okay. as like the real smart scientist guy i've never read or watched some, hunger games he's played what other great roles he in? I can't. He's a great actor though. He's a fantastic. Actor. He does look familiar. He's going to be Commissioner Gordon in right. the new Batman. Okay. Just a fantastic actor. Um, so the only other things that really happen in day one, as far as story beats, is like Dina tells Ellie she's pregnant, which you're kind of like. It's kind of interesting to see Ellie's reaction because she she goes off on her own after shortly after this, and she's kind of like, "Fuck, like, what the hell?" Right. And right. Like, what are the, what do we go where do we go from here right and it almost seems like she for a while if like if you read her journal or whatever like she almost wants to bail on her yeah because of that and i'm yeah. thinking like well it's not really her fault it happened before you were ever a thing sure and yes it's very interesting because so there's a double reveal is it at the end of day one right where ellie says i'm in i've been bitten and i'm immune and she goes yeah oh yeah well i think i'm pregnant and then yeah basically mm-hmm. like all right, yeah, well, lay in a corner because you're sick and theater. pregnant. Right. I'm going to basically do this now without you. But I think it's also a protection thing. She's like, well, I don't want you to die and right. baby yeah. because yeah. of me. I mean, I'm, I'm on this journey, not you. Mm-hmm. So it's more a protection thing in the theater. That, like, right. here, Dina, you're going to stay back and I'm going to go on this adventure uh, like, without you in, in day two. <clears throat> then there's the, the birthday section between Joel and Ellie here. Right. Um, where they go to the the museum yeah it rewinds time back and a couple years i i found this part of the game really weird this is the weirdest part of the game in my opinion and the, the reason why is because based on what i figured out ellie should be 16 here okay they go to this natural history museum or right. whatever and like there's dinosaurs and space shit and i'm like she's 16 she's not nine but- you have to think about it on the perspective she didn't get to actually live right and that's the only thing a that... child life really she never got to actually be a child so i think it's kind of more you know when you do things as you get older that remind you kind of younger right. things and you feel like younger for a day because you did something that yeah. reminded you I did of, all the time you know look at that freaking poison right <laughs> exactly so i think that that's where it was more like the escape of like she could let loose in this world and, and feel like a kid again mm-hmm. and that's the the point of this but this, i i thought this was a very powerful storytelling piece to, to solidify like you said the jewel and ellie relationship mm-hmm. the father and daughter relationship to really hammer home like look this guy went out of his way on right. her birthday to take her on an adventure to make sure she wouldn't be locked up in this mm-hmm. world and, and always so you know everything's either live or die like here mm-hmm. be free for a day let's go you know on a basically a vacation day and let's, he- Let's go adventure. He also tells her, or he still, it also shows here, he has like the dad blinders, as in 
he doesn't even know she's a lesbian. Right. In this section, because she's he literally says to her that he thinks that she has a crush on yeah yeah, yeah. On he Jessie, says about Jesse like, no yeah. yeah he goes oh I think I think Jesse might like you right and she's like uh mm. I think she's saying like he's not my she's type. like she's like well she's, she's like real awkward about it. Right. she's like oh, I don't know if he's my oh. type and he's like oh no right I think he likes you and she's like oh no chance <laughs> <laughs> and I think looking back I think Naughty Dog kind of wanted to give like a fuck you to the normal to the, the, the social norms because they did the same exact thing with Abby and Owen. He with Abby's dad, whenever he says about Owen. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking like, oh, Abby has this tr- look where you're traditionally thinking like, oh, this is someone that stereotypically in the past could be someone that's portrayed as a lesbian. Right. But she's the straight one. Right. And she's with uh, like with Owen and her dad figures it out or says about like you right. and Owen are together all the right, time. Right. And, um, yeah, they do basically right the same exact the same exact cut scene yeah. where right. she's on an adventure. She's younger with her dad, Abby. Right. Later on, yeah, Abby says, and Ellie essentially almost have like the same story beats. Right. Oh, so they're very parallel right. as this, as this goes on. And this is, I think, that's important because it shows that's why you kind of, in the end, should respect both of them as characters, right, for their journey. But well, um, in terms of the left behind DLC, I think one part too why this this sequence of the game feels awkward to you and it wouldn't for me is they, they touch on a space theme for her because after the museum, they go up and she sits Mm -hmm. in that space station and he puts the tape in, Joel puts the tape in the space shuttle and it makes her feel like she's actually going out to space and they visually make it look because, but if you go back to the left behind DLC, she explains in that, that, she would want to be an astronaut and go to space. It's like her dream. Okay. So that's why it, it kind of is a little probably awkward if you didn't know coming from that. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's why, why, they, that's why thought, it is a little more okay. powerful because she explains that if world was like it used to be, she'd want to be an astronaut and go to space that she has like a fascination about space. And that's also why Joel wanted to take her there and give her that moment of putting her in that space, but little moon you know rocket mm-hmm. or whatever it was and, and yeah. let her feel like she was going off the space well that makes a little more sense to yeah me now because i thought that was like the weakest part of the game just because right. i was like i don't really get this but sure that's I, I mean i got the like the i i understood like the fatherly what him doing that for her and everything and i was like oh that's cool but i was like ah, whatever no but, so like, i see from your perspective you thought maybe it was like a stone unturned by naughty dog yeah they just threw something in right. but again they they're on top of right. it it was another moment from them that has a lot more so you almost do need to kind of play the first game it. in the dlc to appreciate yeah. that yeah yeah you right. definitely have to play the last and i think it, it is important to play the first that. game to appreciate the relationship between joel and ellie right you wouldn't appreciate it as much if you just played the second one right because you go on this 20 hour adventure with those two right and so anyway at this point you know kind of going ahead to day two um <clears throat> day two is a lot more of the same mm-hmm. some exploration with encounters based, mixed in yeah. Uh, there's a flashback with Tommy where you go and you're like freaking sniping which infected from a mile away. Did that provide much to you besides the fact well, that later on in the game you realize when there's that sniper that it's Tommy? That's all it really thought provided for me. The only thing later after that, whenever you go with Jewel, you're supposed to try to go to the music store mm-hmm. and uh, you go in that hotel, you fight that bloater, which I thought was foreshadowing like, oh, Ellie's going to have to fight a bloater by herself. Right. And which was and I thought that also really went and hammered home the father thing even more because like 
the bloater is like over top of Ellie and Joel just comes in and fucking annihilates it right. with, a, with a machete and she's like stabbing it and right. stuff. And like, it's like thinking like you don't have to touch in her. Right. And well, I guess so. Oh, no, no, no. The, the Tommy sniping thing, though, he does say to her, you should talk to Joel. They hammer home more that there's a rift between right, the two. Right. So never yes. mind, there is a, there is an important. And it's still awkward between right. them. There definitely isn't it. That's that's an important. And he's trying to relate to her by like talking to her about comic books and stuff. Like he's trying to like get her to talk. True, true. And it just seems like the, the, the all the interactions in this game, like Joel and Ellie, are like he's trying to get her to talk and open up, and she really won't. Right. And like she won't talk about her problems or whatever her issue is, true. and you don't know why. Right. at that point right and true he also tells her in that section before they fight the bloater that to never tell anyone that she's mute right which you already know at this point she told dina but she didn't believe, believe her initially right. and right. then now she knows uh but because of the mask breaking in the subway right um and well i, I believe ellie's more opening up as as the this game goes forward too. She's, she's trying to become more transparent mm -hmm. as well. Like she's trying not to keep things inside. And I think that's why she wanted to tell Dina mm -hmm. is because after all the events that have happened, she like, I don't want to keep holding stuff in. Like I want to start right. telling people more about myself and opening up more. So then day two kind of ends with Ellie gets to the hospital mm -hmm. and finds this Nora person. Mm -hmm. And she gets goes to like talk to her and she's like asking like where's abby and stuff and you don't know anything about this Nora person at this point and she's like saying how she doesn't know where she is and you go and chase her down and you get caught you get caught and yeah grab her and pull her down into a bottom area with spores yeah. so yeah ellie Ellie basically gets caught in a hostage situation where she grabs right. Nora and three guys come in with guns. And the only thing she can do is jump down to the basement where there's spores. <laughs> and so spores in the game are areas where if you're not a, immune, you're going to get infected and you're going to die. Like the, it's like toxins. Right. And so in the first game, Joel always puts a mask on when he plays him. Right. The second game, Joel puts a mask on and makes Ellie put a mask on. So no one knows that she's Keep immune. Up the appearance. So when she jumps in, you know, Nora's like, well, fuck. And, right. And you go and find her in a like, hallway. <laughs> Ellie finds her in a hallway then. Yeah, it's, like, it's also like a little badass scene too. Where is. Nora's like fucked up and coughing and she like tries to swing at her and Ellie <laughs> just like bats it away and grabs it from her. And she's like, you're breathing spores. You're her. You're her. She yeah, she like says that. you're her. Yeah. And she realizes like this is the girl that's immune and then Ellie just fucking beats well, the well, fuck the out of her. Funny part is is like about it is like the like I should say not the funny part but the satisfying part is about the scene is she says to her she goes well I'm already dead anyway right. she goes well I can make it either quicker or not it's right. up to you because she's trying to get her to tell her Abby right. is and then yeah she just freaking and you actually off. have to like press the button I wondered if you don't press the button what happens because like there's a button prompt there and you she's like and you can tell it's kind of like when you see start to see Ellie start to second guess her violence I wonder if you would get shot then by one of the mask wearing guys if they come through i'm assuming you'd have to die because there's a later scene where if you have to push square to do actions where i couldn't push square because of emotions and i would end up keep getting killed and have to replay it okay. and finally push square to do things right later in the game so i'm assuming you would probably die that'd be interesting to do if i play uh, through again i'll have to do it where not 
hit mm-hmm. square in that sequence and see what happens because you have to do it like two or three times too it could and, be like a hit, cool little hidden like you know yeah. when to, i don't know if when you played tomb raiders if you just let yourself die at times to see how interesting the death yeah. would be yeah, <laughs> you know what i mean definitely. so i wonder if it is like yeah. that there'd be times where i just let myself die when i play tomb raider because the newer tomb raiders uh-huh. would have some of most creative like oh yeah character death scenes ever <laughs> like they yeah. go to these cut scenes and like you're going like i remember one where you're floating down like a river and you have to die like dodge rocks or whatever and it just <laughs> bam you just like <laughs> splat against the rock i'm like holy shit <laughs> like I'm, I'm assuming this game would do the same thing then uh there are some cool death scenes in this game though too there if you get killed by in certain ways oh yeah uh like ones where you get like blasted in the face of the shotgun like, i've had ones where that happened oh yeah there was times where um, i got freaking just mutilated <laughs> i'm like geez give me a break but, please uh <clears throat> but you also kind of see here that doing that what she did like torturing someone killing them it kind of like shook ellie like she was it's clearly Mm -hmm. she fought with like it she's like i don't she doesn't really want to do it but like she also knows why she's here well the cool part is she learned a lot of this though from joel right because joel was like the interrogation like king and they know that tommy was the same way the cool part is is like she knows she doesn't want to do this she knows she, she has to do it if she wants to find abby yeah because she kept, she did tell Dina before about, so like, she'll make people talk. Right. She said, what are you going to do to Nora when you find her? And she said, she's going to talk. I'll make her talk. Right. So it's more like this survival training that she got from her father figure where she morally doesn't want to do it, but she knows if she wants to survive and find this, the lady mm-hmm. she wants to find, she has to do these actions that are, you know, not so great mm-hmm. by killing people and getting them to talk. So you also find out in this section, finally, that ellie goes to the hospital where they took her as a kid as when she was 14 or whatever she finds like a tape in like the yeah, operating room flashback right of she the rides flies, off to salt lake yeah right saying that basically that like even if they found someone else that was immune that no it what doesn't matter because the doctor was dead or whatever so like mm-hmm. that's when she realizes that like joel killed everyone there mm-hmm. and got her out and it's kind of like like a little bit of a confrontation of them and like she just like lays into joel and stuff right which and is very she held it against him right until his death honestly right but it's it's a very i mean super important part of the game that n- now you found out what that weird dilemma was between the two you're sitting there trying to figure it out the whole time and then you find out that finally he had to come clean but does it does he fully come clean at that point or he just he tries to lie i think again when and she's yeah. like, just tell me. You're right. Tell me right. The, what actually happened. And then you, he, he tells her, yeah, you had right. to die to, right. for the and cure. So I killed And I wasn't going to let him happen. Let it yeah. Happen. Yeah. And so. Because I think when he initially shows up on the horse, because he, what, Ellie, what are you doing? What? And yeah. she, he like tries to lie again. And then she's finally like, no, tell me the right. fucking truth. Like yeah. what happened? And then he finally comes clean. And you, you, there's a definitely the struggle as the story goes forward, uh, right? With her not being able to accept that, or her being pissed that he lied and did that, because she even says, I think in that Salt Lake scene, she says to him, "I wanted the cure, like that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted if I had to die, I wanted that then, because I wanted to be the cure, mm-hmm. and you took that from me." Like she basically says something along those lines, if I remember correctly mm-hmm. from that scene. Yeah. And so the game moves on to day three in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And 
there's a lot of like quick little story things here that you know jesse finds out because jesse shows up i think at the theater after day two right is that where he comes back he shows up uh ellie is like running around and she jump you think it sounds like okay so whenever you're running through like some uh suburban area you especially with me having the subtitles on all the soldiers are talking about a guy, a guy. And you're thinking, you're oh, thinking Tommy. it's Tommy. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And you drop down and someone puts their hand over your mouth and then it's Jesse. Right. And that's, and that's the sequence in the fake trailer where they had it be Joel. If right. I remember correctly. Right. So to they make made it, it look like, like Joel was still alive in the right. game because mm-hmm. it gave away early on that he was dead. Their first trailer they showed is like, well, fuck that. Joel's not there for sure. They had the weird scene where she's playing the guitar. Yeah. He comes walking into this room and she doesn't even react. Mm-hmm. Which that part's not even in the game. Mm, right, right. Which is weird. All the guitars are in like different the, places. Which, which is weird to me because I kept looking for that part. I'm like, is she going to play a guitar somewhere? And then right. he's like, well, how did, how did you, by the way, end. side note, how did you feel about the guitar parts in the game? It's cool. Um, I thought they were really cool. Um, I really liked that they played songs that were actually current songs too that you knew i thought it was kind of neat that they didn't use you know her singing random songs they actually used pearl jam and then uh was it stand by me i think uh take on or me. take on me i'm sorry yeah, yeah take on me which was, was really cool really cool that they used you know real songs um and i think it's cool that did i i didn't text you that you played guitar here did i no i texted someone else one that was started playing the game must be my other friend i said yeah and by the way guitar hero is back because <laughs> you can strum right. your own beats when yeah. you're practicing yeah. and stuff which is cool and you, there's a lot of celebrities especially in bands playing their songs i've seen it. that yeah. yeah i've seen that later. i saw like blink 182 playing damn it and then yeah. stuff like that it was pretty cool no i i did like the guitar i hated the saves though i thought the saves oh, really? were kind of pointless i like the saves i think the saves were like but cool you little puzzles it clicked every time you'd land on the number. There's oh, one, I didn't I did know one, that. I, I figured out really quick that like, so when you turn it, it goes, it makes like a click, click, yeah. click, click. And then when you hit the number, it needs to be because like a real loud one. Huh. I literally then tried it. I found a safe and I was like, well, I'm going to try to unlock it without actually search. I did search the clues and all the other ones. Right. There was one where I found finally. I was like, see if I can unlock it. Bam, unlock wow. it. Wow. Yeah, I didn't even do that. So that's where it kind of defeated like the purpose then once i figured out like mm. the clicks i was like well you don't really actually have to which i did i would search anyway yeah and find the clues but i was like man these things are kind of pointless i i thought it's they had like cool pointless. cool little clues i guess if maybe they, i didn't know that so i thought they were really yeah cool. see and, if you want to play it again and you'll hear the clicks mm-hmm. they they had some cool little ones for you to think about where like one note said about like our wedding date while well, you see yeah, on the you calendar to you had to actually right. think about and then subtract the right yeah, because yeah, i yeah. put it i was like that's what i know the fucking I, date. I think i did see i saw it too or something like what the fuck and then i'm like oh yeah it's 30 years right 30 years before so that i gotta go like back and september I go back 3rd now. i gotta do some subtraction 2013 i was yeah. like oh wait it's 83 right <laughs> yeah i know i was like i did the same thing i was like it's the keeps fucking bro piece of shit no wonder everyone hates it and uh, no, I, I mean the saves were okay i just thought they were they kind of got tiring i thought left or while i was like oh they're safe okay come on. So, so day three once you know jesse finds out dina's pregnant kind of ends up not mattering but right. um so at this point kind of jesse kind of tells ellie like all right give up on abby like let's just go find tommy and go home and ellie's like well all right like we'll 
I guess I'll do that, which you're like, okay, there's no way she's going to do that. Right. And uh, Jesse goes with you for a while and she just bails on Jesse. Right. And goes in to find Abby. And uh, like, that was the interesting sequence, like, just as cool looking the aesthetic of whenever she's in that like storm on a boat or under the aquarium. And it just kind of like almost has like a final, like, Bef- approaching like a final boss battle in a game where you're like all right it's uh, this eerie like freaking almost like a resident evil thing you're like oh my gosh i gotta cross this like choppy waters and mm-hmm. it's in a storm and like your boat capsizes and you're yeah. swimming in the water i was like that was pretty cool no, i, I, did, I did enjoy that yeah the capsize and like it's all the aquarium was kind of creepy it's all like dark right which was really cool so one thing i do like about this game they they pay attention to detail because um there was a family friend going to alaska and they got held up in seattle they take a picture out their window not knowing the video game last of us and it's the aquarium mm, really like it looked like they were like by the uh the um ferris wheel, ferris wheel mm-hmm. when they took the picture because like i was like holy shit i know exactly what that is right that's the aquarium and then i've, I've seen pictures the inside um room that they have where you go underwater right. and you can see uh-huh. stuff that's a real part of the aquarium too huh. so i was like wow this game like, they really pay attention to detail of the areas because like like i said when i saw the picture of the aquarium like right away i was like holy shit mm-hmm. that's from the game i'm playing right now that's right. the aquarium then this person had no idea what a video game was so i, I thought that was very neat was, like so, i knew instantly that's the aquarium uh i think in this section two is where they kind of you play like one more time as Abby, right after Ellie goes in the aquarium, Abby's not there. Mm-hmm. You like get attacked by a dog, which you know nothing about that right. dog at that point. Kill and it, you kill the dog, right? Which is which at that after time the fact has like, no Damn. feeling, and that's again why I say remember your <laughs> right. feelings, right? So, right, you oh, feel just nothing another dog because a dog's attack you throughout this whole game. Yeah, which I don't know how people felt about that, but you had to kill dogs. It kind of sucks. They said you don't have to, but like, yeah, you do. Uh, what you, do you mean you don't have to? They it's said like, they said you can avoid them and just leave like get through and i'm thinking like well then that's the case with every enemy in the game then like you just well i'm sure you could play the game without killing a lot of enemies if you wanted to but so i did a two for one every time there's a dog i threw molotovs every time that's yeah and kill idea. the dog and yeah. the person <laughs> honestly the quick throw made everything a lot easier too like i i learned way too late that like don't aim don't aim yeah, oh, yeah, just, just get, get close and enough and quick yeah, throw yeah for sure and so anyway that aquarium scene was kind of cool like going in there and uh ellie can which is well it is cool like because after you kill a dog it's like suspenseful as fuck because you think you're running into abby right and you're going through these hallways and like it does feel resident evil where like it's just real eerie there's like a weird tone to the game that was a really cool build to enter the room and you go in there and it's like you recognize oh and i and I guess you kind of recognize Mel a little bit. Yeah. And she's like holding him at gunpoint. And I can't remember specifically. Yeah, Ellie breaks in and has Mel. Yeah, Mel and she says. She says something to him like. Drop your weapon or something or put your hands where I can see him. Something like that. Line right. She comes in the door. And she wants to know where Abby is and stuff. Right. And, uh <clears throat> To be to Ellie's point and this point, Owen 
did try to attack her. Like I know. Yeah. Like, so when she comes in, she has the map of Seattle. Right. And she says to Mel, "Come here. Tell me well, where Abby right. is in this map." Right. And she goes, and then you're going to come tell me point. Right. Better right. Fucking which, match. which they foreshadowed from previous in the game because mm-hmm. that happens. They said that's how they would. Tommy would go and interrogate right. people. True. Yeah. So it's a, like you said, it's the interrogation technique, which is neat. But the thing is, as she's holding this map up and trying to get Mel to point, Owen keeps walking towards her. Right. She's like, and this is stop. where, the, and she even says to him, she goes, I'm going to let you both live when she first right. walks in that room. Yeah. She goes, I don't want, I don't need either of you. She mm-hmm. goes, just tell me where Abby is and I'll let you both live. She basically, for some reason, she's not like, right. to live, she says, but I, I yeah. didn't really get why she changed her tune. She kills everyone else, but she did. <laughs> right. But then you go ahead with what Owen proceeds uh, to do. He, he didn't have a gun himself. He just lunged no, her gun. He lunged. Right. And so right. she shot him and then Mel had a knife or something and went at, went at Ellie. Right. And then. Ellie fought her down and stabbed her in the yes. throat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she like opened up her like jacket or whatever. Well, no, she, was, she oh, doesn't. She, she goes over to finish off Owen, Owen and Owen's laying there with the gunshot wound. And he, it says on audible, I think through the subtitle, but he actually says pregnant real, like, Oh, it's like, blah, 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 like coming okay. out of his mouth as he's like dying. And if you listen close enough, cause I think it says, you know, not audible. On okay. The, on the subtitle but if you listen close enough you can hear pregnant and then she walks that's when she walks over and unveils that she's pregnant and then boom just she drops and yeah feels sick to her stomach that she just killed a pregnant woman especially knowing that dina's now Mm -hmm. you know pregnant too it has an even bigger impact Mm -hmm. and then i think it what fast forwards to the her coming back to the uh, theater well is there anything in between Doesn't Jesse and Tommy find her there? Maybe. I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. found yeah, her because, at the aquarium. Yeah, because Tommy would have been knocked off the, the rails into the water. Right. Okay. And uh like then after that you play through the section of the Abbey with her dad. Right. At with the zebra or whatever, and um <clears throat> which kind of like builds up like the relationship with they're clearly very she's very close to her dad. And then you realize like which yeah unveils the big secret of why right because he was the surgeon from the first game right that joel killed now you know abby's motive for killing joel and then when you think about it like i understand you played as a whole game as joel but like you should understand where she's coming from right so let's yeah let's break away from the talking about the game i want to talk about laura bailey who plays abby Mm-hmm. And the unfair treatment that she got for playing a character um, through all the hate mail, which is complete bullshit that an actress playing a character that you don't agree with <laughs> gets hate mail and hate Twitter and all this right. shit. Death threats. Death threats for playing a voicing a character in a video game. Like, first of all, if Laura Bailey kills it right. as this new character. Yeah. And number two, like you said, how do you not get to this point of the game? And I did see where Laura was on a show. Uh, through kind of funny with Greg, cool mm-hmm. friends with Greg Miller, mm-hmm. she did tell him that it seemed like a lot of people sent her the death threats and the hate mail when they f- played the first part of the game. But as it went on, there was a lot more apologies and like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, we didn't see where this was going. <laughs> I, didn't like, mean, I, I didn't mean to tell like, you. I feel to like a complete yourself. piece of shit now. <laughs> like, she did say, like, it 
it stopped after like the first three days of the game being released because people finally got further on and realized like, oh, I'm pissed off, but Joel killed this girl's dad, shot him right in the face. And then mm-hmm. she comes, you find out she came in the room right after Ellie was taken by Joel and saw her dad, you know, lay right. dead. So it's, you can understand why someone would want to track a guy down yeah. in Jackson and smash him in the head with a golf club as, as vicious as it right. was when you first saw it. Now all of a sudden it's like, Oh fuck. Okay. Makes She's a, no different than Ellie sense. <laughs> other than her journey after that point. Right. Is what makes her different. Right. Um, because the rest of the game, it doesn't. It's a lot faster to go through the rest of the the story of of Abby's part, I think, because okay, you you know her motives now, and it's just pretty much playing as her through the same three days mm-hmm. what she was doing to get to that point, right? And her journey was like Ellie's journey started after killing Joel. Really, the only part of like Abby's journey was like she was just going to find Owen because or like it started out, she was supposed to be going to the front lines to fight mm-hmm. these Seraphite people, which she has really cool like interactions and stuff. And, and right. Playing as her, I thought was a lot more fun too. Cause she's just badass, Right. And her weapons, her are weapons better. are way better. Right. <laughs> like they have, she has actually like military grade weapons until Ellie gets the SMG at the end, which is pretty good. True. It takes a lot of shots to kill stuff though. True. Um, but I think it's silenced automatic automatically. Yeah, it is. Um, which I don't think mattered at that point in the game. Like you're pretty no. much just shooting regardless. And uh, Abby, I just think it's hard not to be endeared by her character as you start to play through. You like see her relationships with people. It's clear how she that it's clear her morals aren't. Like, she's not a savage, crazy person as you think. Like, she cares. She deeply cares about the people she has around her. Right. She she's a actually a very you know Mm -hmm. heartfelt person. Right. You know, thinks very highly of a lot of people and respects very respectful person. You find out, you know, basically she got to complete the objective that you have now been playing as Mm -hmm. Ellie, and you now have realized when when they show this, you know back scene like oh shit this girl just basically killed one person and this is where i think it's cool so this is the rick and negan story in the comic books right so i, I don't remember if you remember but i think you read up to the glenn mm-hmm. i knew i knew it. yeah so there's a sequence where he's with rick and he basically says like rick what what's your deal man i've told you that if you don't partake in my group offering and if you, and like, I told you that one of your people had to die because you killed my people first, and I killed one guy, and you keep killing my people. He's like, how am I the bad guy here? Mm-hmm. He's like, why are you saying I'm so bad and evil when literally I've killed one of your people, and I told you that I was going to kill a person mm-hmm. because you guys deserved it because you killed my people, and it, it fucks with your head like, oh shit, like, yeah, I've been on this journey with Rick, but he, Negan's right, like, right. Negan hasn't Negan's bad, but he's just as bad as Rick. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and this is where now this game now flips like, Oh shit. And, and now it's, I, you know, I don't know if you want to get into that, the part where they meet here again, but 
it's just a quick... right and the rest of the game is just building up for the most part like you know they're going to meet because it gets to that point like whenever you cut back to to ellie in the theater right and you you go run out and like first off jesse just freaking dome piece dead yeah so like, yeah they give you it's day three morning they mm-hmm. give you like an awkward like we're gonna pack this up and go home type of thing because i think tommy right. says that to her like, yeah and like, she goes what like we're not gonna find abby like what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, well, let's let's we're, let's 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 peace. Right. We're done. Right. We're done. Which is here. interesting considering the things he does later in the game. Right. So. Right. It's it's weird. His tone changes a lot in yeah. this game, but it's weird because he just shows up and he's basically like, "Fuck this, we're done. Mm-hmm. We're we're going back home." He leaves ahead of you and Jesse, mm-hmm. and Dina's still laying back in the back room. And yeah, like you said, you walk through the door, and they Boom. basically do the departed <laughs> scene. And oh yeah, wham. <laughs> A bullet goes right through his head and he drops yeah. over dead in front of you. Right. And then ah, coolest part of the game, I think. Go ahead and explain more. Well, maybe maybe you should like so, yeah, go ahead. Ah, uh, so so cool. Abby's standing there with a gun. And she knocked Tommy down. Tommy's laying there. I think just like she just like smacks him in the head with a gun, I think. Yeah. Because you don't see it. You hear a thud. Right. And that's when Ellie and Tommy or Ellie and Jesse come running through the door jesse gets popped abby's standing there with a gun she shoots a couple shots at ellie she shoots at yeah and ellie ducks it she shoots two shots at ellie ellie ducks it and she says i think she says show me your hands or something or tells her like get up where i can see you or something so ellie finally stands up with the gun she goes drop the gun and ellie says like something she goes drop the fucking gun or something ellie goes oh shit and throws the gun or or fuck or something throws the gun and then the cool this is in my part i think in my opinion this is the best quote in the game she says you killed all of my friends mm-hmm. she goes we let you both we let live, you live yeah and you wasted it yeah is that what it is is it you wasted it or you ruined it i can't i think it's you wasted it something like that. she's like we let you both live and you wasted it right like this girl is abby has now just found all of her friends killed right. we don't know that from this perspective, we will find out. Mm-hmm. But she says, you killed all of my friends. So you learn, like, she's seen that all of her friends have been killed right. by this girl. Like, and you, and she's then, just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Like, why didn't you come kill me? Like, you, it's a cool thing in the game. She's like, look, I let you fuckers live. I killed the one person I was supposed to get. Mm-hmm. But yet you've just killed all of my friends. I didn't do that to you. Like, mm-hmm. you motherfucker. And it made me, like, as I'm playing, my like, oh, shit. Like, she's right. Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like again it's like the joel sequence when you finish the first game like like fuck like ellie you did basically just go on a rampage savage rampage like you didn't just kill the one person like Mm -hmm. but abby's right she did just kill this is like the walking dead dynamic when negan kills glenn like she only killed one person right you just now have gone and fucking slayed all of her friends and then you you when you play through her journey up to that point you realize that first off you go through every relationship with every person right. Ellie kills <laughs> right and including a dog or including the dog which <laughs> man alice alice rip yeah. in peace and then you also see abby's change where abby from joel's death on was kind of like Abby or, or kind of like Ellie in that she was very 
angry and she almost needed feel, felt like she needed retribution for doing that mm-hmm. for killing joel even though mm-hmm. she thought it was what she needed to do that she didn't feel great about it clearly right and because she, and she tells but part of her problem is like she's kind of like i guess not she's not like racist but she doesn't think that the seraphites basically are people that like they don't count sure if you and kill this, them it doesn't matter that's why it's it's cool because Naughty Dog basically, when they made this game, they basically give a lot of kind of fuck yous to how humans work in today's world. Like that's, it was Where, basically yeah. like saying like, look, just because this girl doesn't understand their upbringing right. and their background and she's been conditioned to think they're bad people. Right. She said like they're freaks, they're cult right. people. Like it, it, it just, it's more of them saying like, look. They're just a human being as much as you are. Right. Like as we learn later on when we when with Lev and stuff then. But right. It's just, yeah, it's really cool. How does the game break away to start playing as Abby then? It, I was trying to think about that. She just is it just after she says I you think wasted I, it and I then think, it just fades. Cause I don't think it because I don't remember Tommy anything happened to Tommy after that. So I think it just cuts then right after. You might be right that it takes him back to the theater after the aquarium and then um if i remember correctly then you play as abby as like a teenager and then it goes from that i thought to her being in there the stadium compound right and then it but i'm saying when it when you have the sequence where abby has now confronted ellie shot jesse mm-hmm. you're still looking at it from ellie's perspective and then it just i think cuts from there it does it does to the stadium then we get yeah yeah the stadium yeah and like i said it kind of works through all these relationships and it's clear that abby cares about all these people even mel although i don't think she likes it's very clear she doesn't really like her no and mel mel and her clearly butt heads a bunch of times well you can obviously tell mel's late mel knows that knew that they had a relationship so she knew that it's going to be awkward and stuff so yeah there's definitely her and Mel, there's respect, but there's not I like think a friendship. Mel is afraid of Abby. I think that's part I'm of afraid it. Of Abby. <laughs> <laughs> I think Owen is too, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> like I always that's why another reason I never believed their relationship, because I was like, Abby ain't going for this dude. He's too nice. He's yeah. too like he's like, but again, it's like the contrast. Like that's right, what she right. doesn't have. So that's why like, yeah. I think she was so and attractive. She's like him. kind of like one of the guys. Like it's clear, I think what the relationship yeah, like, that portrays her the best is her relationship with manny right in those sections right. where they are like fucking with each other and sure. like she's like giving well, shit I mean, for banging I'm, on I'm those sure, girls like you're familiar with that from like the workplace when there's like that chick that's like not like that's like the just part of the gang right you know? yeah like there's always that chick in some like whether it was school or work or whatever and yeah like abby's definitely that girl right. where it's like Hey Abby, we're gonna she go play lives football. With a guy. We're gonna go play football. You want to come right. like yeah. play football with us and right. shit? Like she's not doing the girly stuff. Like she's definitely like would yeah. jump in with the boys the right away yeah. first and do stuff with the guys without it being any kind of like thinking about Wait, relationships. Is it offensive stuff. to say tomboy anymore? I don't know. Yeah, screw it. It's it's been a thing. It's been around <laughs> yeah. forever. I, I'd say uh, now. But yeah, like her and Manny just play off each other so well because like, but thought what's hilarious was like uh whenever you're going with manny and and you you actually find a a collectible 
and you start to read it and it's like some oh, like yeah, freaking yeah, yeah. love letter written by a girl the like one streamer like, i was watching pause it and read the whole right. thing it's hilarious right and then it's about like some whispering spanish she's like whispering spanish in my ear and he's like that's he's like, okay that's enough we can move on now she's like what the hell is this yours <laughs> you have all these sex dads <laughs> and uh yeah, that relationship's cool. And then, you know, later on, they just freaking kill Manny the same way they just killed Jesse, too. Right. He just gets blown pinged by Tommy. Yeah. And, uh, which I don't think the game ever actually does it, which it has to be Tommy as the sniper, but it never, like, specifically says that he was the sniper. Well, yeah, because he gets attacked, though, and pushed off the edge. Right. You kind of just, you don't really see his face. Oh, no, you mean like leading up to that yeah, reveal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I knew right away when there was uh, right shooting. Right. Him, I knew like, it had to be him. definitely going to be him because, mm-hmm. like you said, they went back. Well, that's why that backstory. I died a lot in that sniper. part of the game, by the way, not to go ahead. But I think I did too. Because I didn't know what to do because I was like, am I supposed to shoot at him? Oh, no, he freaking. Bro, I know that. Him. I was like, <sighs> I kept thinking, am I supposed to shoot at this guy? Now, there'd be times where I think there was like a clearing and yeah, I would get popped. I'm just, Damn it, can't go that yeah. way. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but. Anyway, like your your journey with Abby is to kind of is like a journey of retribution where you're like, all right, she's going through all this stuff. Uh, you know, she kind of has this hatred toward these religious cult people, which mm-hmm. yeah, they're kind of weird, but like well, it's people cool too. that they build this story between so there's the wolves and the seraphites. And right. It's cool that you get brought into the middle of this like war, almost gang war. Yeah, where you know it's which means nothing to Ellie. Like no, it means nothing. nothing when he plays Ellie, yeah. but then. Now when it switches, you you it's, I thought it was really cool that they added that, you know, element to the game that like while this is going on, this group's also fighting with another group as much as anybody else. And mm-hmm. the reasons why they're fighting with each other is basically just because one group looks a little bit different and believes a little bit different than the other group. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like I said, the naughty dog likes to like in this game a lot, I feel like throw a lot of FUs at different things that we do in the world today that don't make sense like why do we fight wars because of basically religion and different <laughs> things you know what i mean that's basically yeah. like it kickstarts the wolves and the yeah seraphites which they the wolves call them scars because right. they have scars in their cheek they cut from like their ears to their mouth for some reason looking like freaking the joker. joker i don't know and then they is it do they all have shaved heads are they all like no. kind of like monks or not the women can't the women can't but i'm right. saying they're all men uh, is what i, I think say. all the men did I yeah. think all the men are yeah. like they're they're all like shaved head, right? Uh, when they wear more like a robe, right? Tight robe. Some of them have like trench coaty stuff mm-hmm. that they wear, and um, they look like a bunch of Harry Potter, super fucking tough. People. Somehow uh, the they, huge dudes. <laughs> so they are the creepiest part of the game, yeah. In terms of enemies that they're, you fight, because they whistle. Well, did I? And then I saw the read a big story on Twitter about the guy that works for naughty that worked for naughty dog to do all the whistling like he like researched they researched for like a year whistles and they re-recorded all the whistles in the game because they thought either they were too scary or that they didn't portray the right sounds that they were looking for uh, they and they had like the experts out. on what <laughs> the sound and the the whistles needed to be for certain situations and basically creating a language with whistles i was gonna say so here's the part I knew they would whistle like if they saw you and I knew they whistled just to like kind of whistle at each other. But the f- part was I didn't know which was which. So I thought I was caught sometimes. I wasn't caught. Like I thought they saw me, but they didn't see me because they would just start whistling and shit. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, like, why do they keep whistling? Mm-hmm. It Man, it, the, they were they were a cool opponent to fight in encounters. Like I would have to say out of the human group encounters, they were my favorite to fight. Uh, definitely. They... 
those freaking bow snipers will fuck you up too. Oh, I know. They you have to pull it out and shit. And, right. Uh, I guess that kind of made me think. A lot of times, I thought the grass mechanic, stealth mechanic, didn't work well. I had issues with it where like. So where you think you're out of dodge, but you weren't right. Yeah. That's why they have a accessibility option where it's a stealth mirror where you can see if the enemy sees you, gotcha. which I turned on my second playthrough. I probably should have if I, cause it made it easier again. and yeah. stuff. And like, cause it, like you said, it would be kind of, I didn't run into it probably as much as you though. Cause I felt like when I did run in, like I would just run and dive <laughs> into the weeds where I yeah. felt like I did go oh, away enough. Well, the problem like, is if I, I always was crouched. And then anytime you aim, it's like you weren't even in the grass anymore. They could just see you. Like you couldn't aim without breaking cover. Even though you think if you're still crouched in these weeds, I can literally just go like this. Like pull well, anytime up. you aim on an enemy, yeah, that heightening like thing of like you're about to get caught always does come up, that noise. Right. And I just that doesn't necessarily make sense to me because just sure. because you're hiding in the weeds, you I can pull my arms up. I know. And do a, it doesn't make sense. Right. Like, and then one thing that really annoyed me was the knockbacks. Whenever you like get hit, you're trying to aim and you get hit and just fucking fly back mm-hmm. on your back. And I'm like, God damn it. Right. <laughs> Cause you're trying to line up like a nice bow shot right. or a nice, um, crossbow shot or something. And that yeah, me I mean, off. mechanically naughty dogs still could improve. Right. Like their, their, their gameplay, their, their gameplay, gameplay is it's good. like, like insomniac. Right. Like, they have the story and the production value that no one else in the right. entire industry has. And Uncharted can get away with being more corny because it's more a run-and-gun shooter. Right. But this game is supposed to be more a precision game. Mm-hmm. And that's why, yeah, it can get very frustrating at times. That's why I just said fuck it and I precise. ran people a lot of times. Right, yeah. I, I, the weird part was, but I think it made the game more fun. The first game is definitely more stealthy. Yeah. This game turned into more run-and-gun mm-hmm. right on. away. When like, I, I, I get encounters, I'm like, I screw it. Yeah. Run and gun it is, and, and and but I think it made the game play more fun. Mm-hmm. Like at first, I was kind of mad about. it I'm like, I can't fucking stealth anything. Like everything mm-hmm. just turns into running gun. But then I was like, you know what? The more I think about it, it did make it more enjoyable to play because I got to use my weapons more. And like I said, ammo was never, you know, I always was full of ammo. I never felt like I needed would run low on ammo either. No, I mean I feel like I went through it really fast when I had it. Right, like, but you would get it back. Yeah. Right after a fight, like I feel like you uh, just replenish really quick. Cause you could of Abby's or no, the Ellie's submachine gun, you could it literally have like fifty some shots or sixty shots and I could right. run through it like right. and want to counter. Right. Um, but it is a cool thing whenever you go through like the the torture stuff with like you're captured as Abby by the by the scars and you know you're saved by these kids Mm -hmm. and like there's and you know you said you knew right away it was a girl or it looked to me it looked like a little boy and i'm saving his sister the voice like i thought they were both girls right away like when i just thought it was a young boy Mm -hmm. then she says about it being a boy and i'm like what is like i thought it was a girl but my bad like yeah maybe it's a girl voicing a boy so that's why it sounds like a girl and i couldn't figure it out yes but yeah so yeah, Abby gets saved from she gets captured by the Seraphites and gets saved by this little girl and boy. Mm-hmm. And uh so they you run off with them. She helps protect them, right? And then Yes. And she kind when of they, doesn't when the, trust them. But when the girl and boy save you, 
the girl gets punished by this lady and they she says clipper wings mm, yeah so oh, one of boy. the most hardest to watch scenes oh. in the entire game that's very you know visceral and real they take like a ball peen hammer <laughs> and smash her elbow oh. down her forearm to her arm and then that's when i one, thought oh i was like oh this, this girl's lady, dead this lady gets right. hit in the face with an arrow and the boy comes and right. saves them so you run off then with abby and these this girl mm-hmm. and boy the seraphite and she's basically like well you guys save me so i'll save you and right. you take them to a house drop them off because she's going to the hospital she's going to the shore because i can't remember she's what going happened to the shore that. At yeah, that point, she's going to the shore because she, she's yeah. looking for Owen. Owen. Yeah, Owen. Okay. She's trying yeah, to get yeah, to yeah, Owen. Yeah, yeah, so eventually, yeah, she's yeah. trying to get back to the aquarium. Yeah. So she leaves them in a in a trailer, like a little right. But before that, she like has thing. an issue with them where she doesn't trust them because they like bail on her seraphites. by accident, kind of right, right because of right. seraphites right. and she, she they escape from a like a broken down house and then they can't open the door and they're like gone. Right. And she has to fight all the, that, that all these fucking clickers and shamblers mm-hmm. at the same time. Right. Luckily I just used every like crafted item I had and just threw Molotovs through. She had the, she had the trip bomb. She no, no, the Ellie had the trip bombs. No, uh, she has the trip bombs. Okay. Right? No, Ellie, Ellie has, Ellie has a smoke and trip and she has, the pipe bombs. Oh, right, Abby right. The pipe bombs. Right. The pipe bombs and stuff. Yeah, I just throw all those too. And right. Just blow them up. And right. I did die there, I think, once or twice because, like, that poison was kind of annoying. Right. And, um, which, what the Shambler was a new enemy this time around mm-hmm. that wasn't in the first game. And that apparently people had issues with because they said it. There's no way that it adapted in that amount of time to do that because it was only a couple of years later. And I thought, like, who really cares? Who's putting that much thought it's into it? It's a video game. I'm not worried about, like, the of a fake, like, virus. Like, uh, next, I mean. Well, everyone is a coronavirus expert. That's true. That's true. Anyway. Wear everyone a mask. Knows, everyone knows how to fix the coronavirus. <laughs> everyone knows the solution. You just ignore it. That's right. that's It doesn't exist if you don't say it does. But... <laughs> so anyway like the cool right before the trailers when you fight what i told you when i called the headmaster lady from matilda <laughs> i swear to god it looked just like her you're right you're right and i was like that fight was badass Good you just fight, fight her yeah. barehanded right. she has this huge ass right axe. it's like a, a Fortnite pickaxe right. pick times 20 yeah it's and gigantic <laughs> just freaking beat the shit out of her i think when i watched the one streamer play because he was a Fortnite guy he called it a level one pickaxe it's funny <laughs> He goes, look at this bitch. She got a level level one Fortnite pickaxe just swinging at me. <laughs> uh, I think, um, what you take her own pickaxe and like kill her, like mm-hmm. kill her, smash her, right yeah. And then, you know, like later on, you you bail on those kids. Like you you say you're leaving. Like whatever you're thinking. This is kind of consistent with her character. Like she doesn't like or trust this group of people so whatever she moves along to go find owen mm-hmm. but then she kind of has like uh a guilt guilt because of yara's arm mm-hmm. being in bad right. shape right and it's, it builds more on who, who abby is like she, these are seraphites she shouldn't care about them right but she's like torn to care about them like because they just saved her she's like right. oh, 
So yeah, so you go to the, and the shore. Kids. Right. You get back to the aquarium. and You find him not there. Right. So now you're coming back through, right? And she has to go check on the trailer to see if they're there. Right. And then that's when the, I think the. She takes him back. To I the think Lev shoots at her, right? Yeah, sure. He was going going to, if not, and because they had people like attack him or whatever, but because he's there pointing a gun as she goes in the yeah, trailer, yeah. but Yara's pretty messed up. Right. Her um, arm looked ridiculous when you go back because that's when it's all red. It's right? really gross. Oh, yeah. It's like all yeah. red and yeah. just awful looking. Uh, and she realizes she has to take him to the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And because she, she assumes she mu- she must have. I don't think she ended up making it there all the way the first time because she, she thought she could take him back because she figured Mel would be there. Right. To do something to him. Mel. Yeah. She knew that. Uh, right with mel's medical background right they, so she, they get him back there and obviously like they're apprehensive because they're scars or whatever right. to work on them they need medical supplies so abby and lev go on this journey through seraphite territory right to, to get to the hospital to get all the medicine well they have to go up <laughs> and yeah i mean way up yeah that, that skyscrapers nuts. yeah which the bridges are weird to me yeah so it was like basically they kicked over the antennas and top the buildings and they somehow landed perfectly in between the skyscrapers uh, yeah, to make a bridge got that to work without cranes and stuff uh, and then it's camouflaged in the smog right of like seattle <laughs> so like the wolves couldn't see it from the ground so basically in the game um they need to get to from the aquarium to the hospital the only way to get there is to go through the city, mm. but they can't go through the city because Abby knows she'll be seen by wolves because they're in the bottom. Mm. And Lev, who is the Seraphite, says, well, I got a way to get across that they can't see. She's mm. like, what do you mean? And you go up in a skyscraper and have yeah. to walk across the skyscrapers on a narrow bridge, which Abby's petrified of heights right. to and- an extent that feels so realistic, too. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Like she's I'm super like, and Lev's just running across no yeah. big deal oh it was fun and You're that's when a skyscraper <laughs> the top floors like going across the narrow like it's just like i said it's basically like they kick the antennas over on yeah. top of the things and they're just running across these beams like oh my god i couldn't imagine that that also was the time when you realized that Lev is like transgender yeah, because so because you run into Seraphites, the Seraphites, call and they Lily, call him, yeah, Lily. call him Lily, right? And you're thinking like, oh, I literally thought that, oh, they're mistaking me as an Abby. Yeah, I didn't know what I thought. Li- I thought maybe it just was like some nickname yeah. that they call a traitor for some reason or something. And then he says to an important part of the game, he says to Abby, "You probably wonder why they're calling me that name, right?" And she's like, "What does she say?" She says something like along the lines of. I don't remember what what she said. I just because he doesn't reveal it, right? Because that's whenever I think she realizes that it Lev wasn't lying to Abby when she asked why the people the servants were coming after Lev, and, and he, he says, says, "I shaved, my, shaved head. my head," and she's like, "Yeah, okay, fuck you, yeah, like, whatever, yeah, don't whatever. don't fucking like, tell don't me." Tell and then yeah. she realized now, like, oh, he said, like only. Only males can shave their head, right. and she did it as a female, as a female, and wanted to be a male. Right, and I thought that was about in the current environment, about as tasteful as you could do that subject without 
pushing an agenda i want to say sure like it didn't push some sure. sort of transgender agenda it i thought it, it i thought it was believable yeah no, i was I mean, like i get it like any and especially like lev's journey with eventually like wanted to go back to his mom and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you don't you knew she wasn't gonna accept it right being in a closed mind ultra religious society that's right. just not something that's like something right. that's in today's world sure and it's interesting that they were able to portray that in the game no, i thought it was, it was really well done uh in terms of how they handled all that and how it worked out there's a cool part too where lev during this journey says to abby he, she uh lev says to abby do you read the uh have you read the something that was like reading their books basically written by their Oh, oh, the writings or whatever, or whatever of the of the seraph leader they call her. So I'm assuming she's this woman died then, right? She had to have, and because like they basically look at her as like a Jesus type yeah, Jesus, figure yeah. now, and like she had all these writings, basically like a Bible mm-hmm. for them, and she's like, ah, I skimmed them mm-hmm. or whatever, and he goes, well, maybe you should. I think they would help. You know, basically saying like maybe you should try to open up a little more to any kind of stuff. Says to her when she says about like them being wrong and about this war and everything. He's like, "Well, honestly, she doesn't never wanted it to be like this. She never wanted us to be violent. Like she's kind of saying like her own people are wrong, right? And that they well, twisted what, and, this religion to use it for violence, right? And it's also I still think important to remember she's more a firefly than she is a wolf." Mm-hmm. so she's this war isn't really even her war right like she doesn't really care about the wolves. she just knows she hates beliefs. these seraphite people right. because of the way they treated people she cares about right but it's it, like she kind of yeah she kind of explains more like this isn't really my fight you and know, but like really like care. i said lev as a seraphite is saying the other seraphites are not even doing what they're supposed to be doing right because they're fighting this war and that's not what Sure. Right, right, right. He says we, we shouldn't. Yeah, he's like we're, we're not supposed to be doing this right. too. Right. And then I, I do always think it's cool. Every time she goes the scars, he goes seraphite. <laughs> right. <laughs> I always thought that was yeah. fun when you're running around through their adventure. She goes, oh, there's more scars ahead. You mean seraphites? Yeah, whatever. And then later, <laughs> and, and then, then finally, there's a point in the game where she calls them seraphites. Oh, uh, and also it's cool whenever uh left finally swears yeah yeah yeah. says like fuck this or something yeah yeah. she's like oh i didn't know you you guys believe in swearing she's like it's my first time (laughs) i thought they were cool characters and then you have a little yeah i really enjoyed the the journey between abby and lev i thought it was a lot of fun and then i thought it was pretty cool whenever you got to see the flip side whenever you get back heal yara and lev leaves to go home and you have the journey with yara to right parents house and kind of like you get it from her right angle you get more story yeah because as the story goes so they get to the hospital they get the medical supplies and in the hospital is what was the rat king we had to talk about the rat king of course so as you get to the hospital he has to go down the basement and the basement hasn't been it was like ground zero for you (laughs) seriously straight out of resident and yeah and um no no Nora. Nora Nora says to Abby she says yeah we haven't gone down there right. it's like ground zero at it's... this point Abby's wanted as well too right and she's and um she is being chased back by the wolves uh to go back because she disobeyed Isaac's order right. or something right mm-hmm. so they she she's supposed to be because she wasn't punished. supposed to go find Owen and you knew she was going to just like Ellie right. wasn't supposed to go right. find uh go find Abby but she did anyway exactly right so 
Nora cuts her free and says, like, basically get the fuck out of here. Right. So, but she's like, oh, I need these medical medical supplies because someone's sick. I don't think mm-hmm. she says who it is no, at all, she but did. she says, I need these supplies. She's like, well, the only place you're going to find those now because we're packed up because mm-hmm. they're, like, moving out or something. She's like, the only place you can probably find anything is down in the basement, but it's ground zero. Mm-hmm. So you drop in the basement and it is coolest shit ever because as you're walking it is a lot like resident evil mm-hmm. you can tell there's something crazy and big oh yeah in like a locked room mm-hmm. and the as you keep moving on it reminded me of is it which resident evil is it game is it resident evil 2 where mm-hmm. you unlock all the jail cells mm-hmm. when you have to and you um the um the big dude mr chasing, x yeah, mr x is like yeah. chasing me around and you know like i don't want to do this I don't want to unlock these doors. <laughs> and I know as I'm playing as Abby, it's like the same thing. I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. Right. You know, when you unlock these doors, it's I all don't want to do late. this. I don't want to do this. Oh, I unlock the doors. Here we go. You're like, well, they'll have all my ammo and every weapon because I'm probably going to need it. Right. And then I think at first it's just a couple clickers and like stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what does happen that you have that you fall? You like fall through a floor or something, don't you? You were crawling through an ambulance. You're you're fine. You find medical supplies in an ambulance, right? In the parking garage, and you look behind, and the things coming at you. So right, you crawl right, out right, through right. out right. through the window. That's right. And it's like this massive thing that has like a fucking living thing attached oh, to it's it. Just straight out of Resident Evil. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right. You're like, what is this shit? And it's like a bullet sponge that it, it breaks the the stalker part breaks off. Also mm-hmm. gives you like another second little mini boss after right. you fight the big boy. Right, and you just it's classic Resident Evil. You just run away, pal, run away, pump, turn, pump shoot, run away, turn, yeah. shoot, grab him. Which ammo. also I didn't know until after I already beat the game in my. And I actually almost already got the platinum, but there's a quick turn in the game, just like Resident. Evil. Oh really? You didn't, didn't even I, know. It. I accidentally like found it. Oh right, yeah. I just I like. Found- like for some reason, like my Resident Evil mind kicked in. Yeah. I tried, like tried yeah. it, and it worked. I was like, "Oh shit, they got the Resident Evil quick turn!" Right, I did nice. not even. Yeah, I accidentally found it early in the game, and I was pumped that I realized that. Uh, but yeah, so that was. I thought that was. People were really mad about that too, saying that that didn't fit in the game, which no, maybe it, it didn't. But I thought it was really cool. No, I thought it was perfect. It was a nice little action. Section. So Ellie has the fight in the arcade, right, against the big bloater. That's basically like her, like infected boss fight mm-hmm. and then abby had her infected boss fight they couldn't be like the same thing they had to kind of come right. up with something different so they came up with something a little bit different i, I thought it was perfectly fine i mean it was explained like these things right. have been down in this basement we don't know what's mutated down there mm-hmm. you know like it made sense i like, still that fight was really cool i almost like the fight on the island better though against the big seraphite dude yeah no that was really cool that was it's like well, yeah we'll yeah, get to the island. So, the island's really cool yeah it was really a, a visually cool yeah. place cool scene basically just all on fire <laughs> right uh yeah so, so yeah then abby gets the supplies heads back and uh as they get back to the aquarium lev takes off and then they see him jump on a boat and head out so yeah like you said then now they kickstart between Abby and uh, Yara, mm-hmm. who's Lev's sister. Now you're going to, she goes, well, he probably went back home. We have to go to the island. Right. And they don't want, like, Owen and Mel don't want Abby to go, but, like, she's going to go. She's, right. like, helping them see out this journey. Like, she. Yeah, she basically feels like, well, I have to help them finish right. this out now. Like, right. I can't turn on them now. And she's she gets pissed at Owen during this scene. 
right, right? they have a little do, argument now do they, this is the last last they this is the last time she sees them right so they've already hooked up though too we've already played that that was in like oh yeah no i kind of sorry awkward. i kind of no i forgot pushed about that it. out no that was weird they just randomly throw a sex scene in that i don't i don't care about it but like this it was, it was weird it was definitely awkward i never really thought they had she much finds, sexual chemistry yeah she finds owen on his like little boat right by the uh, aquarium pouting or whatever he yeah. bailed he bailed on the wolves because right. he wants to go find fireflies he wants to find fireflies in santa santa barbara santa barbara mm-hmm. yeah he heard that there might be a movement for fireflies there so yeah she shows up and she they basically just like randomly like have sex like on this boat for like i don't know why when they're like reason. fighting yeah and then it goes to that and i was like that i don't yeah it was awkward definitely it was awkward don't know why they needed to do that no <clears throat> i guess it was maybe because hbo signed on to do their oh shows, do the shows so like, like well, we have to now yeah. add nudity to this game for right. a minute so you guys can do nudity in your tv yeah. show i don't know i it was weird and then it's funny whenever mel and abby also have a little altercation at that at the aquarium there right uh but she doesn't even know about that but right. she just tells abby you're a piece of shit right like she says, like she basically says, Oh, Owen and I are going and you aren't coming with. Right. Like to find the yeah, fireflies. Which was, which was awkward though. I didn't really understand why she called her a piece of shit though. I think it's just because Abby was never afraid to do the things that needed to be done. Right. And Abby previous to joel's death is willing to do anything to get to that point well i was thinking though too is it more she was calling her a piece of shit because she basically she abby loses owen because of her wanting revenge Mm -hmm. like that's that's a big part of the story that basically owen and abby would have been in a relationship if she wouldn't have went on this revenge tour to kill joel and I, I was wondering too, is that more like she's saying you're a piece of shit because you had to worry about more killing than you would have actually caring about Owen. Oh, I actually care about Owen and you didn't enough. Was that was that also why that played that, into that, it? That that could be. I thought the like I said, the vibe I was getting when she said that to her was just because of like Abby was ruthless mm-hmm. for uh, times before the game. Like before we see her sure. up, like I said, up until Joel's death, she was willing to do anything. And then, she, I don't know, she was not afraid. It's like the relationship with her and Manny, how they all talked about how Mel and Owen don't really have the stomach to do the things that Abby and Manny are willing to do. Right. Like right. they're willing to make those tough decisions, not necessarily decisions, maybe like killing someone right where like owen that's an abby it's or owen and mel it's not really their thing because she even says whenever says mel and Owen were taking it hard how they killed joel right and abby says well mel's killed scars before and he said it's a lot different in this situation sure so i think mel even though she says she wanted joel to die even worse she still doesn't like that abby did it the way that she did it true okay i got you and and she also was somehow really angry, I think, that they let Ellie and Tommy go. Like, almost like she knew that they were going to come after them. Right. 
which I still hate Mel. She's probably my least favorite character in the game. Yeah. I thought she was a fucking idiot. Right. Personally. Right. Um, so didn't really mind that she died, but no, uh, I don't know why Owen was with either one of them, to be honest with you. Like you said, Owen turns out to be like, like you said, he's probably one of the more likable all around people from the game. It's clear. Owen and Jesse are similar people, right? That they're like good guys. Right. And they want, just want to do the right thing. Right. And, uh, but to, to move on from there, like, so you like Abby goes and she goes to the island with, with Yara. Which is, so I want to talk about that real quick. I was watching another thing where, so I guess in Seattle, because the, the needles there, Space, space needle, needle, yep, is on this island, but there's no island. So they were trying to wonder if maybe like the game's playing with like a earthquake has happened or something. Okay. And that's why it's now kind of off on its own area of seattle i was i was gonna say i was wondering about that i was like because i wondered about that i was like what do you mean i like i didn't think the space thing was an island i thought it was just in seattle so there's you know no one knows how it got there but they're assuming maybe they're they played they're playing with the idea that there could have potentially been an earthquake now that has taken place and has moved the needle off to its own island now and like the seraphite started civilization on this island now or Mm -hmm. you know took it as home i don't know i just wanted to say it was an awkward location yeah which because, they're, because they're so detailed at their location, right. that's what makes it a little more awkward that it was off on an island. But yeah, they arrive on boat then on this island. And is and they find out that um Isaac's sending a war troop it, there on They're boats. basically gonna like end the war that day. Like yeah. they're going like after it's like D Day basically yeah. on this island. That and you also like know like they used to have a truce and uh right. that the Seraphites would stick to their island mm-hmm. and I don't remember who broke the truce or what broke either, the truce. Yeah. I think that one of the notes had said like what had happened. But, right. Uh, you go to the <clears throat> island and there was some, you know, it shows these like people live in like primitive conditions and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, and they were just like this kind of almost Amish. Right. In the way they lived. Right. You know, they all they didn't have electricity or anything. Right. But they're corn, still fighting this you know, war fields against farms. like military people. Right. And that, you would think like they should just be annihilated. Hey, the Ewoks held up against That's true. the, against That's the true. Uh, Empire. So That's true. I forgot about that. Anybody well, stands a chance. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, you get back to Levin Yar's house and Lev's hiding in there and like their mother's dead, and it's because he had to defend himself. Right, he had to defend himself because yeah. his mother was going to kill him. Right. For what he felt. And it was a shame, but like they didn't right. have So that. I thought his mom was actually going to be the leader lady first when I when right. first meet him. Mm-hmm. But then I realized, I'm like, well, it looks like this lady's dead or whatever. Then I thought the leader lady was a lady that had you a new rabbi. Mm-hmm. But that didn't turn out to be right either. Right. And then, yeah, we finally get and find out her, his mother was, wasn't really anyone right. super important. But I thought maybe she would have more pull when you showed up but she was just a, mm-hmm. another you, person living in a village basically then after that you get caught right after that mm-hmm. by the wolves right and uh they now's when the game turns really interesting now you're fighting everybody right and then <laughs> the i don't know if isaac specifically or the wolf just the wolves they kill yara well they shoot yara and like well yara gives shaft- herself up essentially yeah to save them they're trying to get away and she's yeah. down and they're and isaac's there and he's like abby and she's like saying like yeah, that's a scar 
And she's like, I don't care. I'm not moving. Right. And he's going to shoot Abby and Yara shoots Isaac, which right. I was like, cool. Cause I was like, I don't fucking like this. Isaac. Right, right, he's right. an asshole. Right. And, and then they just fucking put like 10 bullets in the yard. And I was like, Ooh, that's right. kind of, that's rough. Right. Yeah. She took a nasty. Yeah. And nasty obviously that's hard for Lev. And I think they didn't give, there wasn't an opportunity to grieve or even move past it at all because they had to just go. Right. And that kind of sucks because like you never really, for the most part, got to see Lev move past that. You had to no, go but it now. Definitely adds more character to as this game continues and why Lev and Abby now like Lev right. basically picks up a new sister. Yeah. With Abby. Mm-hmm. And Abby has lost all of her friends and she finally picks up a new friend. And that's why like they, they kind of get the jewel when mm-hmm. uh Ellie treatment from the first game. No interest in being friends when they first meet, but they've gone right. through this adventure long enough now where it's like all right, kid, let's keep going. You know, me and you, you got my back. I got your back. I trust you enough. So I thought that was cool. It like, mm-hmm. it played on Joel and Ellie through these two. Now, mm-hmm. now these two are brother and sister, basically. And in a nutshell, you, you ride off through the fire and flames of really like a cool. war and it was nuts. And then you have to this fight, this huge dude that's right. beating the shit out of Lev and you just fight him with your bare hands and he's got a big old pickaxe yep, again. And another pickaxe big it's guy. It's like, man, he just would not go down and you're like slicing his face. Oh, man, this is all cool. fucked up, like right. bleeding out and you just, like, he will not die. And I'm thinking right. like, this dude, like, how, is he on drugs? <laughs> the rock? Right. I was oh, like, this guy is this guy on the stuff from freaking Uncharted? <laughs> the people who had it Uncharted? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, sap from the tree. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, and... That was a that was a crazy. Yeah, she though. basically takes like a little, like almost like a pick, <laughs> and freaking like slices his face in half. And yeah, like stabs him and shit. It's nasty. She it freaking was like cuts him gross. up. He was really <laughs> fucked up, and that dude hit hard too. Like, oh man. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was uh, an interesting fight. And that's when what she, uh, makes her way back to the aquarium and sees that everyone's dead she just had to yeah. deal with all that shit gets yeah. back to the aquarium well i want to talk a little bit about the island before we get off okay quick, though. Yeah, yeah. it is cool that when you're playing and after isaac gets killed it's basically you can run through and you're basically trying to get wolves to kill the seraphites for you or the seraphites to kill mm-hmm. the wolves to eliminate one or the other like you can do with the infected at times. Right, so you yeah. can, when the infected are in a room and you throw a bottle at an enemy so mm-hmm. the infected go and kill the enemy. I did that in the tunnels. That yeah, was the my tunnels main was really I did cool that. for the, yeah. So that, I thought this was cool because I it was like, I was trying to pick one party that had like less people and like help them win so that I could kill less. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it was neat because I was kind of like, well, it seems like the Seraphites have the advantage here. So I'm going to kill the rest of the Seraphites yeah. with the wolves. Now I'm going to turn and kill the wolves quick mm-hmm. and they'll take off. Like, I thought it was really cool. Now you're in the middle of a war. And you're basically what the last Jedi didn't do, which I wish they would have did. You're basically Kylo Ren and Rey doing your own thing now mm-hmm. and going through the party, which I still think no, would, yeah. that would have been a really cool moment if they took off after the Thunder together. But I think so. We'll get that to another day. <laughs> but anyway, um, I thought it was really neat that like you're playing now as the gray characters. Mm-hmm. Like these two don't give a shit about the parties now. They care about just each right. other and they're associated with nobody now kind of like ellie yeah it's bang we're going through uh and and killing everyone so i thought that was cool and you you get on the boat and you come back to the to the aquarium and and it's unclear really why how they how she knows they're in the 
theater, isn't it? I mean, we it and we the missed map. the part. We missed the, the part too. Um, Abby actually, um, after Manny gets killed by Tommy, Abby fucks him up on the uh, platform and knocks him off. Right? That didn't happen yet, or did that not happen yet? Is that when she gets back? That already happened for sure. Off in the book? that had already. Had I thought that already happened, happened. right? That was when... That's in day three. Yeah, I think because Manny and... That had to be before... It's before she... before the Sarah fight stuff. Right. Yeah. And she knocks Tommy off into the water. Right. So she gets the upper hand on Tommy. Yeah. And I think that's, again, kind of why Tommy's like, yeah, we're going home. (laughs) That chick's a badass. Well, but... So... (laughs) So anyway, like, whenever... Abby goes back to the aquarium, finds everyone's dead. She finds the map that Ellie had. Oh, that's how she and found she out. Knew, yeah, 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 that's, that's how, how she, she knew that Ellie, the it was Ellie and it was right. in the theater. Yeah, and yeah, her yeah, and Lev right. go there. Like you, It's like you and Lev are outside the theater. Mm-hmm. And you have to get in. And it just shows that scene then from the other side. Right. And you like get it now. And Lev was there the whole time too. Like, right. with like going to shoot him. And right. like it's cool to see that scene happen, play out from the other side. And then right. you're literally playing as abby and essentially a boss fight so how did you feel Ellie. when it does this because it was awkward to me in the streamer that i was watching he felt the same way and that's why i thought it was interesting so when it kicks you to abby i was like oh my god did they just choose for me like the game's making you win as abby how did you think when it for when it because so yeah it kickstarts you back to the scene where abby has the gun to ellie mm-hmm. tommy makes a move on you i think and you punch tommy and shoot him in the face you thought you did but apparently right. you did you shoot him in the face oh yeah he did like i guess he did get hit or something. yeah like, he gets he gets shot in the face so and then ellie bolts out into the theater down the the steps mm-hmm. and then the game kicks you into abby's character now right and i'm like fuck did they just like like they like i was kind of shocked for a second because i'm like oh my god like i have to win as abby now right like what what's gonna happen here it, right. it, it shocked me a little bit. Um, did you feel that way too when it kicked in, or did you just feel this um, is part of it going forward? So I it, thought it was it shocked cool. me in the stream where I was watching. It shocked him too. He's like, "Wait, what? Hold on, no, time out. I don't want." Yeah, I guess you would expect to go back to Ellie at that point, right? It, I thought it was interesting that they did that. That you have to play that section as Abby, and that you're essentially fighting against a person that you've been playing as for yeah. a game and a half. Yeah, it's and like and I said, it's like a, basically a boss fight. I thought the fight itself was kind of weird, but I, I got pissed off every time I would play it. I die the first time I'd try to attack Ellie no matter what it seemed yeah. like. Yeah. But then the second time I'd do the same exact attack <laughs> and I'd grab her and the cutscene would kick. Right. I was like, what the f-? like every single time. Yeah. All three of the like, I do like how that you parts. didn't have guns and she did because obviously Ellie was no match for Abby because like right. Abby would just tear her arms right, off right, and beat right. her with them. Right. And it's cool. Ellie used all her weapons on you and stuff too. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh um, no, it's it's wild. You're yeah. fighting yourself basically. Right. It's like and fuck. Like listen mode, like using listen mode against a character that has listen mode. <laughs> right. And you 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 go and uh you know, you think technically like that's the crescendo of the game. Like that it it could end there. Right. Like oh I thought I was like at the end right. at this point. I was like, oh well okay this this is why I wonder people are mad too because there's no re- resolution because like Abby could have killed Ellie and Lev essentially says like no like you can't do that. She was gonna kill Dina 
Yeah. As well. Yeah. So and yeah, she you said, catch you catch Ellie finally and you beat the fucking shit out of right. her. Right. And there was a part of me that was half satisfied though. Because <laughs> I felt like Abby like Ellie deserved it. Yeah. Like after now, everything that we've gone through with this game, I was like, you know what? Abby deserved to get smashed in the face a bunch of times by Abby here. Mm-hmm. Because she did just go kill all of her friends. Abby did let her live, you know, basically, you know, knows now, like, this revenge thing isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, because now Abby's lost everything through it. Yeah. So she's basically just beating the shit out of her. And then, yeah, Dina jumps on Abby's back. And then Abby flips, turns the corner on her, holds a knife to her neck. And then she says, Ellie goes, she's pregnant. And Abby says, good. Good, yeah. <laughs> and Lev's like, no. And then, yeah, Lev, no, don't do it, Abby. Right. So then Abby stands up and says, I never want to see you again. Yeah, but I don't ever fucking room. see you right. again. And she's gone. And you think like, oh, okay, this could be it. Right, now I think the game's and they can kind of over make, again. And they can make another game from that <laughs> yeah, they yeah. wanted. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And you go back and you're just freaking, you're thinking like prologue. You're thinking. Right. Abby's You've bird. never played Uncharted 4. No. So Uncharted 4, do you care if I spoil? I do have Uncharted 4. <laughs> do you care if I spoil how it ends? Well, I know it's about somebody's his, his daughter. Yeah, so I, they, uh, they kick... Uncharted where, 4 spoilers. <laughs> they kick to the end, then after you beat Uncharted 4, you think Drake's going to die mm-hmm. based on everything, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Him and Elena have a daughter. And then you get to play as the daughter and she finds his book and found out that he was an adventurer, mm-hmm. basically setting up that like, boom, so she's, she's going to be, be the next. lead character yeah. going forward. So I thought, yeah, when we kick to the farm next after this sequence, I'm like, are we going to like find out like the little boy is going to grow up or kick really far ahead or something? Right. Like I thought, yeah, I thought this was that type of sequence, but we find out it's not as and- as it goes on yeah like you play like you're just like walking around with walk, Dina there's a walking and, simulator in a house with yeah and her, her Dina and the daughter, baby daughter which is JJ son, I think son or, JJ or son, I mean sorry JJ I think same. Right? yeah uh Jesse Jr. I think yeah 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 and she uh you know they have this nice little life that Dina always wanted right I think it's important to say that the that Dina always wanted the life that Dina always wanted, not sure. necessarily Ellie. Sure. Because she always said about wanting a farmhouse or whatever. Right. Early when but day it's one cool Seattle. Because they show that Ellie's been doing her artwork and stuff again. Right. Like, like she's kind of being human again. Yeah. Like doing things um in this farmhouse. And then but him, it, it seems like though that Ellie's is kind of done with it, right? It does, honestly, because uh, asshole tommy shows up yeah so here comes uncle tommy all even though riding in on his, his horse yeah completely so somehow he's alive right number one i saw him i was like what you got shot in the face dude <laughs> so he's got a big scar on his face yeah. and he can't walk and his bitch wife left him which good for probably should have happened yeah, a long time right, ago exactly. she's a bitch but so maria leaves him and he comes busting in the door ellie you gotta go do what i can't do because I'm, I'm all broken down now. And I, I can't. And now for some reason I wanted to not do it and kill her. But now you have to go kill her. I found out that there was a girl with a with a Seraphite boy in Santa Monica or Santa, Santa Barbara. Clara or Barbara or whatever. Somewhere in California. You have to go do it. And she decides 
yes, I'm going to embark in this journey. But first, she says no. She's she like, no. I'm done. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Again, she like, she basically is like, I'm over this. And Dina like yeah. lays into him, and she's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And Dina also says, no, you're not ruining her or life. Right. Get out of here. But Ellie has all this PTSD. She yep. sees Joel all the time in her dreams. Yeah. And she realizes like. Once again, morning, she has she's to gone. do it. Yeah. And Dina pretty much says, acts like, you know. If you do this, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you. you and then it flip kicks, back to, kicks the back Abby, to Abby in Santa, Santa Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was kind of cool to see the different setting right. than we've seen before. You know, they're they're dressed like summer clothes and it's, right. it's all nice and sunny. All the buildings are nice and you're just like kind of hanging out right you're like ah just looking through a house you're like oh there's some right. infected but whatever we're just killing sure him. yeah and real easy you fucking come out of that garage and you're just like whap and i'm well, like the reason why she's there is because looking for the owen mm-hmm. was wanting to go there mm-hmm. because they think that the fireflies are coming back so in the basement of that house that you search through you find a uh, radio calm mm-hmm. and you connect to the Catalina Islands. A guy goes, "Yeah, we're at the Catalina Islands." Mm-hmm. And yeah, as you go out the door, bam! Big the, uh, what are they called? Like the Ramblers or something? Oh, uh, the their name? I can't Rattlers. Rat- Rattlers. Yeah. And they mess Abby and Lev up. And these guys are kind of like rednecky, redneck bikerish gang, like surfer douchebags. Yeah, I don't know. They were awkward group yeah. for sure. And, and <laughs> I guess you're California, thinking like there's awkward groups. Because you're thinking like whenever you're playing as Abby, like, oh, once you know the section before with Ellie at the farm, you're like, oh, like you're planning to go to a place where Ellie's mm-hmm. going to meet up with you. And that's what's right. going to, you're assuming that's what's going to happen. True. And then you get like captured and you're like, oh, what the right. fuck? Right. And then you go and freaking go back to being Ellie and you're, you're in the same you're in the beach. general area yeah. and you're like, <laughs> yeah. already, uh, this should be interesting. And right. you go through all that bullshit and then you get captured. <laughs> Right. And it was cool to see uh, the way she used her immunity to her advantage. First off, she got fucked up, but she got stabbed in the side. Yeah, she's so all she's, fucked yeah, up. She's a bit like Kylo Ren looking, yeah. like blood pumping out the so side of her. Smash the pound. I don't know what that does, <laughs> but you just punch it and you're good. Yeah, so yeah, she gets caught in a trap, stabbed in the side. But yeah, she said she uses the advantage of being immune and they were trying to fuck affected with right to get out of the situation because those guys like that's back where you almost like the revenge like felt nice again where like right. that dude wants to be an asshole and she's making fun of him saying he was like shit himself or whatever right, right, right. but in front of the clicker and he puts her face in front of it and it's screaming in her face and she just goes and shrugs him into it and it bites him and mm-hmm. uh because then, and then the other guy's like, oh, you're bitter or whatever. Because she shoots him in the leg with the other guy's gun. And then she doesn't even give a shit. Yeah, because she gets a bite mark. Right. A new bite mark. Right, but she doesn't give a shit. Right. But it's important because the other guy's... Right, he thinks on. like, oh, right. you can, might well, be able to find her in time. Or something. Yeah. Because they know where Abby is. Right. And, they spill the beans on Abby. Right. And then she just kills the guy anyway. And uh, that was a cool, like, you can just kind of go hard throughout that section of just well, because that right after that you get that submachine gun mm-hmm. and you find kind of feel closer to where abby is with her weapons um i did like using the bow a good bit because a lot of times that was like a one hit right kill right. and then you could get your ammo arrow back, back. yeah uh 
running through there and then you get to like that fucking facility or yeah like their prison yeah their prison facility and you're like man these people so these people are like enslaving people yeah and they got people tied up like walkers on leashes or infected Uh, leashes and shit it's very walking dead yeah and you're like okay these people are even more fucked up yeah (laughs) it'd be interesting to see something from their side right excuse me though to see what they would even why why they believe what they believe right and you kind of just go through like waves of them right I, it's kind of like your typical like final level like okay you're just going through especially in a naughty dog game you're just right. gonna go through a bunch of waves of dudes in an area right and uh you know they they tell well, you you get to the prisoners then right and let them out and, and she's, she's not, not there. there yeah Abby's not there yeah and they said she got bit and well, one no, 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 the they, other the, that fat guy does he say he said she got bit someone said abby got bit all I remember them saying is that she rebelled or something, so she's. She oh, tried to so escape. I thought. All I remember is them saying she tried she to was escape, already, so that's why she's in the. I she's thought, at the oh, beach. Okay. I thought they were saying like she's already probably dead or something like that. And, well, uh, yeah. So that's what, from what I remember, is is that someone says, "Oh, she tried to escape. I mean, she's she's at the beach. She's probably already dead." Mm-hmm. And so you go down to the the pillars. And they're like basically like crucifying her right. and Lev, and she's like basically dead. It was freaking creepy. Well, and she's unrecognizable because her right. hair's cut. Right, right. She had a real long braided right. ponytail throughout the game, and now she has short hair. And you literally go and cut her down. She honestly, when she was up there, the weird part is with the short hair and the blue shirt and the pants, she looked actually like Nathan Drake when he first yeah, like, kind of okay. approaching her. Yeah, I it can see that. It kind of looks that. like Nathan I can Drake see up that. there. I can see that. Because that's what he has on in the uh, in the fourth game. He has a blue shirt, jeans, uh-huh. short, you know, the short. Yeah. I was like, I was like that's kind of, because it made me, like, after, when I played it, I was like, that was weird. She kind of looked like Nathan Drake hanging out there. That was kind of awkward. But, you know, she, like, wakes up and realizes, like, Ellie, it's Ellie of all she's people. She's you? Right, and she cuts her down. Like it's almost like are you, she's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" You? She, she just <laughs> runs to Lev right away, gets Lev down. Yeah, it's real and, awkward. And she's like, "Come, boats are over here." Like, yeah, real awkward. No, no care to fight whatsoever. Right. Just literally like falls down and says, "Yeah, uh, boats are this way. Come." Like, and Ellie's just like watches. Yeah, it's really getting like, puts huh? Lev on the boat, and she's like, she like turns. She just turns away, and she's like, "Fuck." Right. <laughs> yeah, like, she goes to her own boat. Right. Those two go to a boat, and like. It, it was just, like, is this how it, it's going to awkwardly right. just I, was, I thought, like, oh, they're just riding off in the sunset. Yeah, they're just going to awkwardly just, just fuck. And then, then she just had to do something and right. had to say, I can't let you do this. I can't let you leave. And she's like, I'm not fighting you. Abby says she wasn't going to fight right. her. And so she threatens to kill Lev. Holds a knife to yeah, her throat. Lev's throat. To his throat. And thing. then it's important because she says back to her, she goes, he's not a part of this. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, you made him a part of this. Yeah. And she's like, all right, fine. I guess we're gonna have to duke it out. And it was the sloppiest, the longest like fight ever. Too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was the longest sloppiest. You're in the like, you're in the water. Gross fight! Like it's just the like as Ellie. People dead. They're both like dying. They're right. both on the brink of death. Right. Like Abby's lost like thirty pounds. Has no yeah, muscle. I'm, is malnourished. Right. And Ellie's like stabbed in the side, bleeding out. Right. And gonna pass out from blood loss, and so. I was still kind of surprised that Ellie was able to get the best of her. Well, as, as the fight goes on, I had a hard time hitting square to strike Abby at this point. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm 
in my mind, I'm already like emotionally done with these two fighting. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I was like literally fighting the, this to play this scene in my, it, like the first time I got to, cause I'm like, just no, like, no, everyone stop trying to kill each other between you two. Like, just stop. And it keeps telling you press square and stuff. And like, I, I would die really to Abby. Cause I'm like, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want, like I would just bam, she died. Then I'd finally dodge and hit square and go through the, little like strangle scenes mm-hmm. and then you have to refight again refight again and then yeah you can explain where it keeps going to i will see for me i never thought it was actually gonna ever gonna make you kill abby i just i figured if it wasn't happening earlier in the game i didn't think it was gonna happen at all i figured i got that just would go against the point of the game and so i didn't think it was gonna happen and like ellie basically gets to the point where she almost kills abby well, she's, she's drowning her. drowning her and, and then, i thought it, i did think it was done here i thought she was gonna kill her Mm. I thought the game was going to end on like almost a Joel note where she finally did actually just do it. And I was like, fuck. And I literally was like, God damn it. I can't watch this. And I like, I couldn't watch the screen as she had her underwater. And then I see it like cut something. I look and it cuts to Joel on the porch smiling. I think with the guitar, maybe I can't remember exactly. Was that the, or was that the time when he's there with the coffee cup and he's something like that. And Ellie walks up and it's the night before. Yeah. So it cuts him real quick with like a smile on his face and she lets go. Oh, right. That. Yeah, right. and, and she lets go and, and says, get Abby out of comes up for air and she's just get out of here, go. Right. And then she sits Indian or not, sorry, cross-legged <laughs> in, the, in water, the water. And uh <laughs> and uh is just hunched over and defeated, basically. Yeah. Like and realize like, like realizes this was all for nothing. Right. And then also goes home and Dina and the well, kids Yeah, you are gone. you arrive at the farm and everything's gone. Right. And oh yeah, by the way, Abby bit her two fingers off. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's important. Right. She can't play the guitar anymore either. Right. <laughs> it's true. And real cinematic, crazy ending to the game. She sits the guitar down at the window, walks out, camera never changes, and you see her go through the uh window with the guitar. Right. And that's games. Right. And and, and it shows see for me the most powerful scene was the the part with they showed through there with uh which was the night before with her and joel when ellie tells joel like it's her kind of venting about why she was so distant with yeah yeah and how she felt it wasn't fair this scene is right after the fight Mm-hmm. at the bar this is the last time they ever right. see each other yes a lot like a, before and, joel's gonna die right and it, it just it hit home for me like he, well she, because she how she tells him like you know my life would have fucking mattered and you took that from me right and you know like you we could have saved all these lives and that kind of thing and she's how she said you know she would never forgive i can him never for that, forgive you for that but i want to try but i want to try right he says i'd like that i think right, right. and, and just, that, so that the cool thing is they basically it's basically them saying i love you i love you mm-hmm. right and how really cool and how he has that father's love in him whenever he's how she hates him right now for doing that but right. how he says like no matter what i'd do it all again yeah he goes if i had to do it all over again i would right and like he doesn't even question it, and like he, you can tell he's like hurt, and he kind of like tears up there and stuff, and like right because she says, "I guess I'll see you around." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Yep," like because he's right. physically hurt. Yeah, 
here too. No, it was, that was definitely awesome. The show that like, cause they do show the bar scene mm-hmm. when she kisses Dean right. that they left on a sour fight there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, that's shitty. If that's the last time they see each right. other. So it was and cool. he and Joel was just trying to step in for her and stuff. And, right. and this whenever Joel also that scene, he accepts that Ellie's a lesbian as well. Right. Yes. Because he says, you know, she'd be you lucky and, to have you. You do like Dina. And she's like, I'm not sure yet. And he goes, well, she'd be lucky to have you. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. That they, you know, broke that moment, too. Um, but boy, what a what an adventure <sighs> that was. So it's I got three major questions right first off there's just some things i've seen do you think the game was too long no you don't no i think i could have ended a couple times and i would have been okay with it not that i have a problem with how long it was but i mean i i would i was trying to get through as fast as mm-hmm. i can and it was a drag at times where i was like oh my god this thing's punishing but yet i was so into the story i didn't it was kind of like when you're watching the dark knight mm-hmm that's, I felt like uh, the Dark Knight could have like ended a few movies, times, yeah. But yeah, as it kept going, Casino like, Royale, fuck it, let's that keep way too. going. Then yeah. I don't care. Let's keep yeah. going. This is fine. Like, I enjoy this so much. The length doesn't doesn't matter to me. Right. Like if it if it goes for another hour or if it goes for another twenty hours, whatever. I don't care. This is awesome. I'm on this ride. You got me hooked. I want to keep going. So um, no, I, I no, I thought the length was was hmm. fine. Um, what was your favorite weapon? And, I, and like I said to you in a text, and why is it Abby's hunting pistol? <laughs> I know it's just a one shot, but it hit like a truck. It I was like a one a lot, hit kill yeah. every time. And it had craftable ammo. Uh, boy. Weapon. She, the flamethrower was cool with infected though with her. I didn't use it as much on humans, on people. Yeah, no, I didn't use it enough. Well, they kind of gave it to you late. The yeah. same thing. That was her last weapon or what was her last weapon? I think so. I think that was her last last weapon. Boy, shotguns though were my go-to though. When when they're things so, got, when things so got tough, they could just any of the up. shotguns were great because it was so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like when shit's going south, and you're, you're getting pushed or, and your backs against the wall, and you just fuck it. That was always my last. <laughs> I never would use that until last resort. Uh-huh. Just wham! Yeah, fucking they go splatter and like. That's always sad. But again, like the bows are always neat because you have to kind of be precise and kind of like mm-hmm. pick your shots. And her cross hunting rifle is really good too, though. I didn't really like Abby's rifle. I no, I liked Ellie's rifle better. Right. With just having a hunting rifle. Especially then, like when they had a burst fire, I'd never I even use it, it once. I, I never did. turned, I never even unlocked it. I did because I got well, the platinum. To, right. But... <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even unlock it yet. It's like the last thing I cared about. Um, so I haven't done my full second playthrough to unlock everything yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess kind of two more questions. I thought one more. Um, it's not really a question, more of an observation, but did you, you know how sometimes with enemies, there'd be ones you'd hit them and they would kind of like plead for their life and you like had to kill them then? Did you ever once like they, there's a lot of times like seraphites or wolves, like, you would I guess hit them. I was just so you would like hit them once or fighting. twice. I never did. They, would, they would like stop and they oh, would really? like be on their knees and you actually like could walk up to them. And oh. you, I don't remember if that ever happened to Abby. I know it happened to Ellie multiple times, like where Ellie had to kill you. I don't know if you could walk away from them and not kill them, but hmm. there was like little, there's apparently a bunch of like hidden like combat things in the sure. game that a lot of people didn't see. Right. 
like getting her. No, there's, so there's like ones of like her twirling, like of like out of like twirling her knife and stuff, like stabbing when she was like stabbing things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I never saw that. Uh, there was some ones. Like I honestly that. don't think I ever had a character that would bleed though. There was multiple times I, I remember it, Sarah fights in that but I thought section it did after in the, the one. And then like the one like faked it on me and like pulled out a weapon or something. Oh really? See, I, I never gave it long enough because I figured that's what would happen. Because I was I like, oh, know. okay, I guess I don't have to kill you or something. I think they will turn okay. on you then and pull a weapon. And so that's why I never had it again. Because I just, so, well, that kind of, that kind of like justified the their violence then because like their people's issue was how violent this game was and how you could have avoided all this stuff. Well, if that was how they portrayed it, where if these I'm people sure would just one, killed Because I was like, oh, this is awkward. This yeah. person's like, so I'm just not going to kill him or whatever. Right. And then they did like pull a weapon on me or something. Mm. So then and I, just, I think that's why I never had that happen again. Cause I yeah. just straight up would start annihilating people. And I never really would let it get to that point. Hmm. Uh, and, and then that's interesting. Though. The final question is, do you think they'll make another one? Yes, you do. Yes. I hope they to. don't. I hope they don't. I just, I, I, I feel like the story's not over. I'm sure it's not over if they don't want it to be, but, but, but they never wanted to make this game. Like uncharted four finishes the story. It does for Drake. Like it wraps up with his brother and stuff. If it, it comes to a complete end, you know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. does him and Elena get what they need and everything. It comes to a full end. They didn't, this story didn't, it didn't come to an end. Mm-hmm. It feels like a middle ground end. It feels like, you know, when you're the end of, uh, um, is it the empire strikes back? You know what I mean? You feel like you're at that ending. Like, this isn't over yet. This is like the bad ending. This is like the not. We didn't get the good ending. We didn't get mm. you didn't get the satisfying ending. You got more of the setup ending. Now it it is interesting because they like I said they the menu screen switches from the boat in the water to a boat on an island with a building, mm-hmm. which means that they made it to the Catalina Islands, meaning Lev and, and right, Abby made right. it to their destination they wanted to find. So that's where. I wanted to ask you if they do make a next game, where do you think the story kind of can pick up from? I think Abby and Ellie become teammates to help some I think other people. People would really hate that. I don't. I think. It'd but be I think cool. the game. I think the. I feel like it switches to Abby. I was gonna say with maybe. I was gonna say like maybe that. the game. The night if they make another game, maybe it has nothing to do with Ellie anymore. Well, I think Ellie. Has, I, I think Ellie has to. Ellie has to appear, but I think the game starts right. with Abby and Lev. Yeah, I feel like it. And the fire, trying to restart the fireflies, and I feel like it ultimately will come where Ellie like comes and like saves the day, or or they, or like Ellie gives up her. I feel like the way the game has to end, it has to have a third game, and Ellie has to give up herself for the greater good of curing or making a cure. And I feel like well, why it goes to Abby. And the fireflies is because they try to come up with another way of making a vaccine. They get another, you know, mm-hmm. there's a new doctor or something, and they right. they're working towards this to make a cure. And then they run across Ellie, and Ellie would like give in, and say yes, take <laughs> me. You have to. I think that's how it has to end. Like that's the fitting end to the story. That's just my opinion. I've already like I've already kind of thought if they make right. a third game, how what's the most fitting ending for it is that. Ellie finally gives it like they find a way to make a cure again through the fireflies with Abby. And that's why you play mostly as Abby or something. And then you get to Ellie and she says, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give up myself for this. 
Hmm. And she actually does. That's just my thoughts. It's an interesting idea. I guess I could see it. I just... I don't feel like it can be over how it ended. The, what concerns me is that how butthurt people are. But if it's it's going to sell enough that it probably won't matter. As I, said, they and I know Druckmann, so they already asked him about it. Ridiculous. And he he had said, copies. like, they'll make a sequel if they need to. Well, yeah. No but they didn't want to make a sequel to this game. As I say, the first game. Exactly. Right. Druckmann doesn't spill beans. I don't think and he's going to say yes. I don't, I don't think he's gonna know say if yes. they want to keep... It's like, Naughty Dog is not going to make the next Uncharted game. They already said it's right. going to be like Sony San Diego. That sure. There's another team there that instead of just making just MLB the show, another team's making Uncharted right there. So they aren't going to make those anymore. Kind of like Naughty Dog always has pawned their work off. Well, eventually it's somewhere else. Because you can. Right. Do they want to keep making The Last of Us or do they want to do something new? Uh, well, they, they could, I mean, it could be seven years till we get another one so they could make something new. Right. But, but I think they will. Like, I think they definitely will make a new game, like a third part. Right. A okay. finishing part. I think I think you have to. Well, I guess stay tuned in seven years. <laughs> right. We'll be back seven <laughs> years from now. We're gonna take a we didn't take just a year off. We're taking right. seven years off. Yeah, we won't you wanna hear ever again back. in seven years. We actually have an episode that you will not have heard as well right now about Uncharted that we recorded in probably September of last year about Uncharted One. Right. But when we have Zach and I have yet to play two, three, four and the Lost Legacy. Right. Have you ever played that one? Uh, yeah. No, I've not played. Okay. The that's, one with that's Chloe like the side and one. The, yeah. Uh, Nadine or whatever. No, that one's played. not made by Naughty Dog either. Right. And uh, <clears throat> I think that's why. I they just didn't did need it. to. Like, right. Fine. Um, I got it. It was like ten dollars. So I'm sure it's good, but right. I never needed to play it. Um. But so someday you might get to hear another <laughs> still this footage from the archives. But you haven't gone through two, three, and four yet. <laughs> I do need to. They're so good. I do need to. Is Especially it, it going to feel as good though after playing that game? I want to go back and play 4 right now because okay. I, I think Uncharted 4 might be a more polished and better game. You think so? Like looking. Do you honest. still think Uncharted 2 is the best Naughty Dog game? Yeah. I mean, it's my it's my most enjoyable still. Okay. I, say, I think... <sighs> like out of their current structure of games the hell they make and stuff between I, I'm Uncharted and sh- Last of Us. Uncharted 2 is still my most favorite from start to finish game. Uncharted 4 might be better, but it's story based. It's a lot like Last of Us. It's mm-hmm. more story. It's like, it's kind of like this. There's a lot more cuts. If you mm-hmm. skip cutscenes, I'm sure it's a lot faster game yeah. to play through than it is uh, than Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2 is you know, a lot mm-hmm. more play than it is uh, story. But that's why I kind of want to go back and do Uncharted 4 again because I was like, man, I. Something about the graphics in The Last of Us Part Two would bother me at times. I sometimes I don't know thought why. it looked really good. Sometimes yeah, it sometimes really I thought it looked amazing, but sometimes I, like I feel like Uncharted Four looks better start to finish. I saw way through. I don't know if it's just because we're also we're on. They're probably designing that game for PS4 Pro. I know, and but, we're on or even PS5, right? And then we're getting on base ps4s which first off my system sounds like a fighter jet playing this game it does all the time but playing right. this game really you know, i had to like turn my volume way yeah up. it's mine was cooking yeah it's been hot here too when i was yeah it's it. true yeah mine was cooking a lot more than it ever normally does um i the set scene with when abby 
makes it to the front lines of the wolves and you're going through all their people. When you walk into the building to where you go to meet Isaac, mm -hmm. the guy standing there looked like the dude sloth from the Goonies. That's how <laughs> bad the graphics were on, on his face. That's wild. It was terrible. And there was some textures. Well, you said you certain... had some glitchy things, right? Yeah, I and I had some issues where I thought the game should be able to do things that it didn't. Um, there was times whenever I was hiding behind like half walls, like mm -hmm. by a window, uh, and there would be like an enemy on the other side, and I thought mm -hmm. like I could pop up and melee right. them. Right. You can't. Gotcha. It doesn't do anything except other than they can see you then. Gotcha. Does nothing. Right. And then just some like little bit of glitchy things like falling certain times i didn't think the game was like no it's not bad no i don't want to say it's bad i just i just when i i guess this late in the system generation i wanted it to slightly look a little better at times though i was right. a little bit disappointed in something i'm not saying it's bad because of it i just felt like i feel like uncharted 4 if i put it in from start to finish would look better i'll have to look at it through. and see and then well the one time on those catwalk things with abby i had a hilarious one where i tried to like <laughs> reach something or go for something and instead she just like jumped off entirely and i was like <laughs> why would she do that right i was like she literally just jumped off <laughs> and i was like that has to suck right you played uncharted one and yeah exactly oh my they, gosh they, it's like the game doesn't try by to four they kind of like eliminated giving you those situations okay. and made it more like just clear shit like you just do shit. it yeah like they tried to cut it out where you're not gonna run into that but two is the same way when you play it at times you get so pissed when you're uh, trying to jump from cliff to cliff it's like what the fuck why did i land there why would you why, why? he wouldn't do that why did you just dive yourself into a rock head first that's less so stupid uh, i've came this far i'm ending it now <laughs> um but i had like i said i had the weird glitch where yara falls through the aquarium i was it's when it's when you're searching for lev and uh -huh. you're trying to you grab the uh toys like the toy or whatever oh. i turned around and all of a sudden she's in the ground and her head's just sticking up and she's like looking at me just walking around so i got down and i crouched and was like circling her and then all of a sudden she popped up really like, oh, it just is. fixed itself yeah. i was like well oh. i'll send you the i'll okay. clip it then and send it to you Sorry. i have the whole like 30 minute thing saved so i gotta clip it out and i'll send it to you it was funny so is there anything else that you'd like to say about the last of us part two um in terms of media um whether it's a book a movie game anything it's one of the greatest stories that i've ever uh encountered in any media ever like it's right there with mm -hmm. top books top movies top stories plays you name it like right. so i i thought it was very shakespearean mm -hmm. you know and I, I felt like it was you know when i when i in high school was learning shakespeare i hated it and understand any of it but then like at first I hated it, I should say. Then I, I started to enjoy it because I understood like the tragedy behind his stories and stuff and mm -hmm. why his plays played out like they did. I just hated the broken old English. You know, it yeah, was that's made you in that first. And then, yeah. you know, I, I hated that part. But this reminded me a lot of that. Like there, 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 this isn't a happy game. No. But storytelling from start to finish is just so freaking good. Mm. You don't miss out. Like nothing's skipped. Nothing's missed. Good luck for the TV show. Yeah, seriously. Good luck. I don't know how you're how they're gonna do it. I hope it's well, right. but good luck. Like the Fallout one, I think could be done way better because it's not like a set in stone story sure. of like 
it's kind of like your choices and stuff mm-hmm. where the last of us, it is what it is. Right. So you have to have a story that's completely unrelated. I think, I don't think you can have the story but aren't they of Joel doing, and Ellie. Haven't they already and broke think they're like, doing it? That's why would you do that? <laughs> I agree. Sounds awful. It, because it's so well done it's again uncharted movie though they keep talking about so uh, i want it to fall through the cracks don't don't it's already had six directors don't, don't. do it i appreciate that tom holland would probably be cool being a young oh, guy i know but like, he looks the part and everything is great but don't do it yeah if they are doing it you can't tell the stories the game's already told like you said and they're gonna if i'm if last of us is trying to that's why even though people rip on the resident evil movies for being cheesy they don't tell the stories of the, no, of the games. No, and it so works. It's their fun. They're just fun works. movies, honestly. Right. right. It's. I mean, they're just as fun as Fast and the Furious, and everyone loves those movies. Like, oh, come on. my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got Superhero the Rock grabbing. Did I, did I tell you recently, through this coronavirus, I went and I, I started one uh-huh. and tried to go through them all. Oh, yeah? Made it to six and made it ten minutes and stopped. Couldn't do it. <laughs> That's when it dies. It's done. Like, one's really good. Two is really good. Yeah. Three's fun. Four, they get back to the normal, but it, like they bring back yeah. the cast, but it wasn't really good. Like Paul Walker's very like uninterested to act in that one. <laughs> like seriously, he's just a like, very vanilla in that movie for some reason. It just whatever. Get, the gang comes back, they do the heist movie, and then by the end, the last forty minutes, they just can like shoot everybody, kill everybody. They're badasses and stuff. And I was like, what? what? Like what happened? How the fuck do they go from street racing guys to all of a sudden they can all shoot freaking all these? military guns and shit and lay it waste to these you know guys and uh they're down in brazil or whatever i'm like yeah what the fuck where'd that come from then the next movie boom they got ultra cars and with guns and james bond gadgets and they're just shooting and spraying and i'm like i am fucking done then we you know we watched hobbs and shaw in a war in samoa the rock you know just pulls pulls a helicopter in hey (laughs) the rock can do it all Oh, the cool part God. about five though that's like the breakthrough of rock becoming mega mega though yeah that's like that's true finally but yeah i think it's the tooth fairy personally but but i agree if you're doing an uncharted story and last of a story and you're trying to do these the games that have already been done by naughty dog you're mm-hmm. setting yourself up to fail in my opinion because mm-hmm. following that cast and those voice actors and i mean they literally act when they shoot these games yeah like they yes. go through the full motion mm-hmm. and when they don't get it right, Druckmann makes them do it until they get it exactly how he emotionally wants it. So Troy Baker tells an interesting story in that podcast of the first game when he says when they record the scene when Joel's daughter dies. They did, they read they did, they did it, it multiple times and, and Joel came and back right? came back because Troy was pissed. Right. He said they uh he said the first time he said, you know, I had to prepare myself. Mm-hmm. For, for the scene mm-hmm. and he said it's the absolute last scene that they did mm-hmm. for the whole game right and he said you know you have to put yourself in that place and he said it's just like that real raw emotion of like you know losing sure. your child in your arms right and he said we go a couple weeks later and neil comes up to me and he says hey we have to do some reshoots and he says okay what he's like you're not going to like what I'm going to tell you. And he's like, right. you're fucking kidding me. He's right. like, what no, he said. he's I've, like, I've you're fucking kidding me. He said, and he's like, or... he's like, it's, he's like, I can't do that again. Right. It's like how, what he said, he, whatever he was saying, but when he played Joel, he didn't think he was going to be able to play that character again. Right. Because like he was that character. Right. And you What's, can't just go back into that. Troy does such a good job too, again, with doing the voice. It, 
of Joel's character, it's not Troy Baker at all. Mm-mm. Like there's other games that I've played with Troy Baker. Like, where I'm That's like, Troy Baker. Okay, I can hear Troy in there. Most basically every video game has Troy Baker and Nolan North in it. Right, <laughs> right. And most of the time, you could, like even when he played, uh, um, in Uncharted as um Drake's brother, and mm-hmm. I can't remember his name for some reason before, but when he plays as his brother in that game, I could hear Troy in there. Where when he plays Joel, it's not Troy at all. It's unbelievable. His mm-hmm. his the job that he does with those chops are incredible because mm. like ashley johnson plays ashley johnson basically right she's exactly. herself i mean it's yeah. her she's literally said too in those that podcast that like she feels like ellie is her not right her. like that's that's just her right like you can hear that through and through but god troy does a freaking amazing job as joel right it's amazing so truly amazing so anyway i think we'll leave it there for for this game i want to think about another yeah i mean I'm been excited to try to get back on the grind uh, for podcasting here, but yeah. sports went away. We were going to start sports. And I was like, I don't right. really want to throw sports ones out there now because no one really cares about sports. I mean, we do have hockey coming soon, depending on when you listen to this, it could already have happened. But, right. Um, um, but definitely want to want to keep this up and keep going. This yeah. was very fun. Uh, enjoyed it. If anyone has any ideas of what you'd like us to do an episode about, whether it be a movie, a video game, tv show well i would encourage everyone to please share this with people that you know aren't even going to play video games just to hear how important like the how right. good this story was of a video game i think it's very important that like people that don't want to play video games you should know this story i feel like it's important mm-hmm. it's an important story to know it's like those books that you're made to read and stuff through mm-hmm. school like i feel like this is this game was a very important story for people to know i think these are the how well these two games i think are the most important stories in video games ever absolutely and the other ones i think are close are like bioshock and stuff but i think these two like take the cake like playing the first and second game like it shows that what a video game can be right and what storytelling can be right and and i think it hits you harder than a tv show or movie because you are the one like living through it even though it's through another person right you're seeing it through their eyes. You're literally right. like doing their actions. Oh, it's so impactful. Yeah. Such an impactful media. But so anyway, if you know, tweet tweet at us at infinitely nerd with any ideas or any comments. Uh we're always willing to have a conversation. Uh you can also find both of us on on Twitter if you look hard enough. <laughs> uh, usually we just uh, retweet each other's tweets from our Infinitely Nerd account. So normally you can find the probably one of the five people following the account is us. So if you can't figure it out, right? Um, you can also find us on Facebook, find the Infinitely Nerd, Infinitely Nerd Facebook page, and you can also find this podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Apparently, getting podcasts on Spotify is really easy now, but when I tried to do it when we started, it was not. So. Okay, if we can go there, we'll be <laughs> right. there too. We'll try to be everywhere we can be. So, uh, you have please else? share yeah. and share everything. You know, if you like our podcast, please share them to your friends and family and people that you know would be interested to listen. I actually get always get good feedback when people do listen mm-hmm. and they really enjoy it. Um, so please send it out to more people. Again, we're not looking to be crazy big off this. We're just trying to enjoy. I'm trying to get crazy big off yeah, of this. He always thinks he's crazy big, but <laughs> Sam tells me otherwise. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no uh guys please like i said shout us out send us out there we enjoy it um we enjoy doing this we enjoy the media and and hope you guys do too yeah so uh 
I guess we'll leave it there and we'll catch you guys next time. See you later.